Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Good, how can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. I'm so humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the teeth. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know. (laughs) One more. Okay. Please, don't be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh my God! I'm not anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh my <laughs> God! Oh, hello everybody. It is. Oh God, I'm lost in a day, and I don't know how in the world I do that. But anyways, it's Monday, July twenty fifth, two thousand and eleven. You're listening to Be the Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Yes, 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 I know. And no, you're not imagining things. Um, I have been on. Uh, we did a previous show. We just ended that, and we're now into our third hour of interesting readings and wonderful guests. Speaking of wonderful guests. Uh, I'm sure you know you've seen her all over the internet, numerous other websites, radio shows. 
She's um gosh, so many places to to go ahead and list. And I just love the name. And you know, I, I at first because, you know, I'm good friends with um somebody else that goes by the name of the rock and roll psychic, but when I saw her the rock girl, I'm like, Oh wow, she's kinda of cool too, you know. Then when I read more about her, it's like she's about the crystals and all and it's like, Ooh, I like her even better. So help me welcome to the show. I know she's in here somewhere. There she is. Welcome to the show, Allison, better known as the Rock Girl. Hello and welcome. Why, thank you, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great now that I have you on the show. Well, thank you for the introduction. I appreciate it. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Oh, um, well, where do you want to start? Uh, well, how did you come up with the name The Rock Girl? Put it that way. Oh, <laughs> what a great story. Okay, well, I, I'm going to disclose my age here. I'm 45 years old, and as a child, I, I grew up on a farm with horses and, and um, a lot of nature, and I used to collect rocks, and I was really into it in, in uh, middle school, and, and, I, and I had a few people call me The Rock Girl or Hey Rock Girl because I was always carrying rocks around, and um after that, I kind of went into teenagehood and, and all that other stuff, and I, I disconnected a bit from <clears throat> I, I I abandoned the rocks for the boys, and so um, I, I got away from it, and then I ended up getting married, and I somehow started unpacking boxes and reconnected, and and I started bringing out all of my rocks and working with my rocks, and I, I actually had a couple of health issues that the doctors really couldn't help me with thyroid conditions, which were. Um, Interestingly enough, you know, hormonal problems, and they told me I was fine, but I didn't, I wasn't really feeling fine, so I started doing the balancing on myself with the rocks, and then I started ordering um, rocks from all over the world, and, and they would arrive, and all of my neighbors started calling me the rock girl, because I used to have tons of rocks being delivered to my house, um, and I was doing Reiki for years and years and years, and I was always incorporating rocks in that, and my Reiki friends were calling me the rock girl, and it was interesting because people were calling me the rock girl from different parts of my life that didn't know each other. So I started seeing a theme. And then finally, the, the real clincher was I ordered a bunch of rocks from overseas from a vendor, and he couldn't remember my name. And oddly enough, he, he addressed the package to the rock girl. And so at that time, I was looking for a name for my business and all of this other stuff, and I was thinking of the rock diva and rock goddess and you know all this stuff and i said you know let me just keep it simple and call myself what everybody else calls me the rock girl and so i said well i probably will have a hard time getting a domain name for that because you know all the the women out there the drummers the guitarists the the rock and roll chicks i thought i'd never have a chance at getting the domain name so i put in rock girl and it wasn't there so i decided to put the word v in front of rock girl and you know what the rest is history, because if anybody's out there listening, you can punch in www.therockgirl.com, and you'll see that I was lucky enough to get that domain. So that's that's the short story. Great website, by the way, too. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's been years in the, in, so, in the development. Oh, yes. So uh, on top of that, because you know, you, you're, evidently you do work with crystals, and we'll talk more about that in a moment. But you're also um, an ordained minister and a psychic. And how how long have you known that you've had these abilities? Well, you know, um, as a child, I, I kind of was a runaway psychic, so to speak, where I'd, I'd walk around and just spout up information to all sorts of people, anybody who wanted to listen. And I I I think I recall the earliest 
kind of prediction was when I was about four years old. Uh, my sister and I were in the bathtub, and our babysitter was was um, bathing us. And my mother and dad were, were they, they were getting ready to go out um, to a dance or something that night. And I was in the tub, and I knew that my sister was going to fall and hit her head. So I got out of the tub to go get my mother, and I. I remember remotely viewing myself as this little four-year-old all covered in soap walking through the house to get my mom, and I said, Megan's going to fall. And I think she thought I meant Megan fell. But by the time we got back into the room, my sister had fallen, and there was blood all over the place, and, of course, she had to go to the hospital and get sewn up. Um, But I remember leaving. I found my mom in the kitchen, and I remember taking a towel from the kitchen because I knew my sister was going to need a towel for her head. And so... When I look back at it years later, I think that I've always had them since I, you know, could actually think (laughs) or be semi-conscious. But what happened is that I think, you know, a lot of psychics out there experienced it. As I got into my teens um, and older years, I would say stuff. And, you know, being predictions, they take anywhere from three months to three to five, ten years to to kind of come, come about. And people would say that I made up stories and that I was a liar and that, um, I was crazy. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I kind of shut them down and I, they went into dormancy and that's when I actually jumped into the whole healing when I was about 17 years old, because I thought, what is wrong with me? Like, why am I different? I, why am I, why do I feel weird? Why do people tell me that I make up stories when I swear this is what I'm seeing? It only took three years to happen. And, um, so that's when I, I kind of just jumped into the, to the self-help, self-discovery. I, I started reading all of the Shotkey Gawain books back in the 80s, taking Reiki to kind of figure out, you know, how come I wasn't like everybody else <laughs> that was around me. And so when I realized what I, I had, I kind of kept it under my, you know, under my sleeve a bit um, and, and just buried it because I wanted to fit in. I want, you know, I would go out with, uh, you know, I'd have boyfriends and I would freak them out. Um, that's actually what happened to my husband. He he was so freaked out by what I did and the psychic stuff that, needless to say, I'm no longer married. Um, and it, you know, it does scare people. And it was a, it was quite a long time until I found, I call it my tribe of of spiritual people who supported that work. And to be honest with you, my my family has a difficult time embracing that. My sister has small children, and and she doesn't let them look at my website because I'm a kooky psychic. And I play with rocks, which makes it even worse. <laughs> so that's kind of, uh, you know, just kind of the, the surface of all of that. But I'm lucky to be able to have connected via the Internet. That that really helped a lot with a lot of other folks who have those abilities. And, um, you know, I, I call them my spiritual family. Well, you definitely have a large family out here, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I love them and I appreciate them. So and uh, so you've been doing a lot of studying and all. What's the uh, the um, anyone who's interested in crystals and rocks? Who would you recommend that they learn from other than you? Um, well, I actually learned a lot in the UK because a lot they're they're very connected to the earth, and um, there's wonderful people out there. The woman who wrote the book, uh, the Crystal Bible, Judy Hall. She's from England. She's lovely. Of course, there's um, <clears throat> Katrina Raphael. She's another one. Uh, I think she's out in um, Arizona still. She's a, a wonderful person. And um, there's there's people peppered throughout, um, you know, the United States and Europe who are, are very well-versed in messages from Mother Earth and Spirit. 
through the stones. And it all depends on do they want to learn psychic stuff? Do they want to learn uh, the metaphysical properties of stones? Do they want to incorporate it with healing? So it all depends on which avenue uh, you, you really want to go. So there's, there's many wonderful people out there, and I've been privy to, to have some of them as my teachers. And do you uh, incorporate the uh, the stones and all when you're doing readings and stuff? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What I do is I have people choose um, in person. They come and they choose the stones, and they it depends on what stone they're choosing and in what order. Um, you know, it kind of tells me a little, little bit of a story. And then also when I touch the stones, they they activate a lot of my psychic abilities, and so I, I can get really into the groovy details. Now over the phone, what I do is I actually ask them to choose numbers. And those numbers are associated with the stones. I have the numbers. I have the stones in a grid, all gridded with numbers. And so, if they pick number three, what they're really doing is picking the stone that's on number three on the grid. And I do it from there. And and they're both equally as accurate because what I do is, I, my psychic abilities are activated by the frequency and the sound of the voice. So the phone, you know, the phone readings are great for that as well. And a lot of times, what I do is I connect the person to the energy of the stone through long-distance Reiki energy. And what the stones do is they balance the auric field and the chakra system of that particular person, giving them a more direct um, kind of line to their spirit guides. And what I do is I connect to their spirit guides and I translate what those spirit guides have to say. So that's how it works. And, you know, whether they come and they do it in person or over the phone, it's it's equally as accurate. But I have to tell you, when they come in person, they really like playing the stones. So, um, you know, that's an added benefit. Cool. Yeah, I've got stones. I've always got them in my pocket and, you know, all around me all the time. And uh, it's interesting when I'm walking in a store and you hear the, the crystals in my pockets and that they're hitting together. And everyone's looking at me like, what is wrong with you? You know, why are you making this weird noise? It's like, oh, that's just my crystals. and so, But it, I, I love the energies of them. Is there a particular one you like uh, working with? Oh, wow. <clears throat> well, I love garnet. Garnet is a wonderful stone. I, I especially love it in the rough form. And it's because of, of how garnet is formed. It starts out as a clear quartz sitting on top of the Earth's mantle. And what happens is through an earthquake or any type of movement of the Earth, that the clear quartz falls back down towards the center of the Earth, and it heats up to the consistency of candle wax, and it changes form and picks up other ingredients within the Earth. And then as the Earth continues to spin on its axis, it is propelled back towards the surface of the Earth, and it's really it's called a metamorphic stone um, in, in geology terms because it's metamorphosized from one type of stone to another. And not only is garnet incredibly beautiful, and I find it beautiful, um, it, it's connected to the root chakra with the red color as well as the crown chakra, which is the obviously clear quartz. And what it does is um, it's a symbol of metamorphosis on a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual plane, but it also connects, activates, and uh, circulates the energies within the chakra system. So if I had a, a go-to one stone of, of all time, I'd probably take the garnet. That is a pretty stone, too. Mine has been amethyst. I like uh, having amethyst around me. And then I also have a selenite. Ah, beautiful stone. Beautiful. What do you do with your selenite? Um, a lot of times I just uh, keep it around me and put all the stones around, uh, but a lot of times I just hold on to it also when I'm doing readings. Yeah, well, the selenite is um, an amazing stone because it carries the same electromagnetic frequency as moonlight. And so it's a very 
you know, the, the moon is incredibly powerful. It, 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 its electromagnetic frequency drives the tides, obviously, around the Earth. And selenite carries the same frequency. So it's a very kind of pretty and very light and airy stone, yet powerful at the same time. And the two things I like to do with selenite is, is one, you can put your stones on the selenite to charge them. A lot of people like to leave the stones out in the, in the sun, but a lot of times the sun kind of fries them. It's, it's too strong. And the next best thing is to put it in the moon. Well, actually, the best thing is to, to, soak your sons in, to soak your stones in the moonlight to charge them. But if you don't have access to moonlight, putting them on selenite does the same thing. Also, selenite you can use as an auric comb. You can comb out your auric field with that, and it gets rid of all of the debris. So I like to use it in my quote-unquote one, two, three punch called sage, selenite, and sound in order to cleanse your auric field. So do you have a wand or do you have a log? What kind of um, selenite do you have? Do you have a selenite stick? Uh, uh, it's more of a wand. Uh, not, not a wand, but a log. Okay. Um, how wide would it be? Two inches? Four inches? Uh, it's about four. Four okay, inches wide. Okay, and how long? Uh, about eight. Okay. Okay, and it's rough. I'm assuming it's not polished. So, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, no, it's rough. Yeah, that's great for an altarpiece and to charge your stones on. And if you have the um, opportunity to get yourself a, uh, a stick, a selenite stick, or I call them wands, they're really great to use to kind of comb through your auric field. And um, you can actually feel the tingling sensation as it goes through your aura. And it, it, it's like a fine-tooth comb taking out the knots in your hair. It clears out the debris in your auric field. So it's a very handy and uh, elegant stone. I have to definitely get one of those. And that makes sense, too, then, why I'm drawn to it, because um, uh, my zodiac sign is uh, cancer, so I'm a huh? moon child. Wow, there you go. So that Absolutely. definitely fits in. That fits in with it. I didn't know that about the uh, about it. I just knew that it was great to cleanse with, and, uh, and it just made me feel good having it around. Yeah, it's a definitely an up uplifting stone it's, it's a great cleanser but yet at the same time gentle and you know the energy next you know obviously you're probably with your stone or something now if, if um if you keep it near you but it it really has that kind of um it's the energy of bathing in the moonlight everyone feels good in moonlight and everyone looks good in moonlight so um i i myself can't have enough selenite yeah actually i have two of them one um i ended up finding and they have it um polished so I have that um, up towards my altar that I have. Oh, okay. It, what is it, a wand that's polished, or is it a, um, a, a tower? What is it? Uh, it's a tower, that they ha uh, and they polished it. They actually carved it to where it looks almost like a, um, a pyramid. Yes, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, it, it's a very soft stone, so polishing it is, takes quite the art, otherwise you break it. So, um you know, that's that's really cool that you have that because there's not a lot of polished selenite out there because it does break. Yeah, and uh, there's just a lot of um, a lot of fun to have around. And then I've got uh, black tourmaline and all those other uh, great stones around too. Well, black tourmaline is excellent for psychic protection, and being a psychic, I'm sure you know that's always great to have on your altar or in your area because what, what black tourmaline does, it sends the negativity. Not only does it, does it reflect negativity, but it sends that negativity back to the sender. So there, there's not the stray bullet effect, but it's excellent for psychic protection. Yeah, that's why I always have, um, I have a, uh, actually hematite's good for that too, isn't it? Well, <laughs> you know, hematite is more of a grounding stone. 
Um, and, and what it does is it integrates the really high psychic frequencies into the physical body. So um, if you put, if you, you know how people have a lot of hematite rings? If you, if you go in that bowl in the metaphysical store, a lot of those hematite rings will stick together. It's the second uh, most electromagnetic stone out there. The first stone is magnetite, which, of course, is what magnets are made of. And hematite has that electromagnetic uh, frequency, so it's, it's more grounding you to the earth and giving you protection that way as opposed to repelling negativity. But it's an excellent stone, especially for men. Oh, cool! Yeah, I've got those. I've got one of them too, and I've actually had a hematite ring shatter on me. Me too. Me too. And do you know why that happened? Um, I thought because the uh, the boss that I was having an argument with was too negative around me, so it uh, it just took all the energy. And because well, about a minute later, he said, "I'm going home. I don't feel good." Oh wow, that's funny. Well, well, what happens is is that um, you know it is it's a very electromagnetic um, stone, and what it does is um, it acts just like magnets. Now, when you put two magnets together, they they form a very strong frequency. If you turn one around, they polarize, and you know what that feeling is when you get the polarizing effect. And so, what happens is when you come into contact with someone's energies that polarize yours, it 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 it. Um, basically, inside of the hematite stone, um, half of the atoms, ions, and molecules are going to one side, and the other, you know, the other half is going to the other side, and that's what pulls it apart. And so, um, I have had that happen as well. Interestingly enough, when I do expos, I stop wearing those rings because if somebody came by with negative energy, it would polarize so intensely that the, you know, even if they were in within six feet of me, it would shatter. And so. That's what's happening is it's, it's – um, what happens is the um, stones have ions, molecules, and atoms just like us. They have the same crystalline structure except we have 80% water in us. And so that stone that you were wearing was actually repelling um, and reacting to the energy of the negative person. So it, it, it's uh, – a lot of times – see, the thing is is that some people don't react that way because – their their energy isn't that pure. So when something else comes into contact with it, it, it's kind of benign. But obviously, with your energy running so high and so pure, whenever you come into that negativity, it instantly polarizes. It definitely makes a lot of sense on there. So I've I've, I've got a wealth uh, stock supply of them. So. <laughs> well, that's good. They can consider it your warning signal. Yep. And well, because I have a little metaphysical shop too, so I've always have them around. Mm. Now, do you sell a lot so, of them? Um, beginning to, yeah. It seems like with the energy shift that's been taking place, a lot more people are coming in, and and they're like, oh, I need one of those. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would make sense because I actually teach whole classes on grounding stones, and um, hematite is one of them. And until I started studying it, I, I didn't realize the power of hematite. But because of its electromagnetic activity, it can really integrate the, the higher energies with the lower energies. So a lot of people who want to bring in that spirituality and ground it in their, their physicality are starting to kind of get that, that craving for hematite. Yep. And uh, black tourmaline, too, is uh, wonderful. I like having that around. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an excellent stone to wear. Do you do you have a, a talisman of any kind or a necklace? Uh, not a black tourmaline, no, but I do carry some in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because I was at an expo about three years ago, and I, I my stone teacher had made me this, this talisman of a black tourmaline. 
And at the end of the expo, I was really tired, and, and this person came up to me, and they, they kind of grabbed me to, to kind of tell me something. And all of a sudden, they, they grabbed my hand, and I felt a big electrical shock, almost like uh, when you hit your elbow. What is that called? Uh, el- what is that called? When you hit oh, your elbow? Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's funny. like you're hitting your funny bone. and Funny bone, that's what it is, yeah. yeah. And I said, oh, my gosh, what is that? And what happened is, is that person wasn't exactly – in the light, so to speak. And my tourmaline had, um, his energy had gone up my arm and, and basically hit the tourmaline around my neck. And um, it went right back out of my arm and it shocked him and he quickly kind of scurried off. But when I, I went to the bathroom, my whole chest was red and literally there was a burn around my neck from the, um, from the tourmaline. So that's how strong and intense it can react to certain energies. And so... Um, there's a really, really great story about tourmaline in the burning times um, when the witches were being uh, persecuted. They would go into the forest to hide and, and you know, to, to seek cover, and they would welcome in other witches that were being um, persecuted. But what happened is, you know, the people who were after them started dressing up like witches and kind of tricking them and then going into their hideout and, and kind of, you know, capturing them. So what they did was they would have these little peepholes in their door, and they would say, you know, who's there? And they would say, it, it, it is I, I need shelter. And they would hand them a piece of tourmaline. And if they were indeed witches that needed to seek shelter and, and comfort, they would embrace the black tourmaline and be like, oh, my gosh, this is wonderful, and they'd be let in. But anybody who came with malintent, um, they, they would take the tourmaline and it would burn them and it would, it would um, drop on the floor and then, the, the witches knew not to let them in because they didn't come with the best intentions. And so that's really how the, the, um, the stone got its, its uh, kind of notoriety as a stone of protection. So I thought that was a really interesting story. Cool. Yeah, I have uh, was told during one of my meditations, um, and I, c- I came up with this called Karmaka, and it's K-A-R-M-A-C-A. And what it is, it's, uh, it's a karma capture, and it's different crystals. And one of them, the primary one, is black tourmaline. Wow, that's really cool. So is that and, something that you invented? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that, but it was something um, you know I was told to use with my crystals and to go ahead and um, make it available to people. And a black tourmaline, we program it to absorb the negative energy. Uh-huh away from everyone, as well as also to help remove karmic debt. Wow. Okay. That sounds great. Well, what are the other stones in this karmica? Um, I have uh, black tourmaline, orange calcite, rose quartz, um, sodalite, uh, green quartz, and, of course, uh, clear quartz right now. Oh, cool. So what does this thing look like? Um, it's actually it's all individual crystals. So when uh, somebody needs something specific... Um, you know, they'll have the black tourmaline, of course, to absorb all the negativity. Mm-hmm. But if they need uh, general healing, some people are ordering the clear quartz. Mm-hmm. So they have the master healer there to help bring in some healing. Or if they're wanting um, love into their lives, then they'll go ahead and they're ordering the uh, rose quartz. Mm-hmm. So that this way they can carry that with them to help bring in love into their life. Oh, wow. Well, that's a great idea. So, and then, of course, it comes in its own little uh, Karmaka house, which is a pyramid. Oh, and that's it, cool. And they're all, uh, they're, they're handmade. Um, they're not, it, it's just to help store them. Uh-huh. 
and uh, they're hand decorated, and they also come with um, a little bit of um, earth with them. So this way you can go ahead and charge them. Oh, okay. And yeah, you can I go ahead and put this. them inside Where the pyramid. Is this on your site? Uh, it's on. Uh, it's another site that I have. It's k a r m a c a store dot com. Oh, I'm gonna look that up. It sounds cool. So now, do you have and, anything in that kit to cleanse them? Uh, yes. What do you use to cleanse? And what we do is, uh, well, with them for the uh, for the cleansing and all would um uh, would help with the earth. Mm-hmm. And I also tell them putting them underneath in the pyramid house. Oh yeah, we'll go ahead and right, help yeah. to. Yeah, to cleanse them and charge them. Uh-huh. Wow. So yeah, I'm on your, I'm on your with site that. now. Do you have any pictures of it? Uh, not at the moment. I'm working oh, okay. on trying to get some pictures taken of them. Okay, yeah, because I was just on there, and I was wondering if my computer was not working. <laughs> yep, no, no pictures on there yet. It's something uh, that's fairly new, uh-huh. and I've been working with so I'm trying to get the pictures on there for them. So, But it's just interesting working with the uh, with the crystals. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll say, <laughs> completely changed my life. Yeah, and I love carrying them around with me and all. So, what ability do you like using the most? I mean, we all have our, our little favorites. Yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, to be honest with you, I I need to kind of balance them. Otherwise, I get on overdrive. Um, and it, it's, it's, I, I do psychic work and I also do healing work. And what I'm doing now is like every single weekend I'm, do, I'm teaching classes. So I'm also a Reiki master, crystal Reiki master, Atlantean Reiki master, and I'm actually a, a traditional Reiki grand master. So I have a school called the, you know, the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. I have a website. It's called sacredstoneschool.com. And so I, I I love teaching and I also love reading, so I like to, to balance them. And I, I have a whole Master Stone program that I teach. I have a Psychic Development program that I teach, and I have a Reiki program that I teach. And then I also have individual workshops. And it was funny because I was actually teaching a Reiki class last weekend, and somebody asked me the same question. And, you know, I, I have to have my reading fix, you know, at least a couple times a week. And then, of course, you know, my teaching and healing fix. So I, I would have to say... My my favorite is is kind of a great balance of all of them, because in in running the energy it, it really clears me out and it centers me. Cool. And what's your most unusual experience? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Um, as far as the psychic stuff, I, there's always one that comes to mind. This woman called into one of my radio shows and and she. Um, had a quick question about people who've passed over and what stone to use for that. And I suggested the celestite because, again, I work with the vibrational frequencies, and I know the frequency of the stone, and I know the frequency of, of her voice, so I connected them because not all stones work on, the, on people the same way. So then she called back for a private reading, and, and what we did was um, the reason that she had called is because she was a nurse. In, 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 I don't know, hospice or something where a lot of people died. And um, she, had, she would have this smell before somebody died that would, you know, really upset her. And so what I did was I worked with her to be able to know when the smell was coming, what it meant, and to basically help people transition to the other side. And so... Instead of walking through the hospital being upset, I was able to connect her 
connect her to her guides on the other side that instructed her how to help these people pass over. And um, I, I really, it, it started out as a psychic reading, and then it worked with, I ended up training her in Reiki as well. And she was from Boston, so she would come down to New York, and after her Reiki master, she based, you know, she she learned how to kind of psychically know through her psychic senses when someone was going to pass, pass, and then how to run Reiki and on which frequencies and able to help them transition to the other side. And so that that would stand out as my all-time most interesting and unique experience, and it's actually one of my proudest moments because I was really able to help her help other people. So that's my, my favorite. Um, another one is when I work with the stones in, in doing healing and <clears throat> things like that, Reiki, a lot of people have different reactions to them, and they're surprised that they have such strong connections to the stones. And I've had people, you know, when we do the laying on of stones, burst into tears, or some person who never sang before started bursting into song. That, that, that was really another interesting one. They never sung in their life, and we were working with the throat chakra stones. And by the end of the day, I usually teach six- to seven-hour, you know, workshops. This person um, actually broke into song and started you know, their their singing career, learned to play the piano, and switched from a corporate job into one in theater uh, on in, in New York City on 42nd Street. So that was another really interesting story. Well, that would be interesting to have yeah. them start singing. And... <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they had, I guess the uh, the workshop helped them uh, open up their, uh, their calling. Yeah, and I'm telling you, we... I tell you, have a three-hour lecture in the beginning, in the first half. They go out to lunch, and then they come back, and we do this workshop. And you know, I, I ask them to present with certain stones at the end. And this person just started humming, and then 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 this person said they just wanted to sing. And sure enough, they started singing. And and I mean, it was definitely a theater type of voice. And so you know, we we talked about it, and this person took singing lessons, and within a year, they're on Broadway. So. Oh wow. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting. And this person learned how to play the piano. And it was really interesting because a lot of stones bring up kind of past life. It, it, they they connect, help you connect to your past lifetimes and your gifts. And when this person started playing the piano, they knew all of these notes and these songs. And, you know, she just started playing the piano just just from memories from another lifetime. So it was really a, a, an interesting experience for everyone. Very eye-awakening. Yeah, yeah. And and then this person went on to take Reiki. And obviously they, it awakened some type of energy in her fingers. And as she progressed in the Reiki, she became an even better piano player. And this person had never uh, touched the piano, and I think they were, they were 38 or 39 years old. Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, I love using <laughs> Reiki, too. Reiki is a wonderful energy to work with. It, it really is. Because I, I believe that as you channel Reiki... And you try, you know, in your effort to heal someone else, you also heal yourself. Yes, and it's uh, interesting because uh, my other half has um, it's in remission right now, but he had um, Carposi sarcoma, which is the AIDS cancer, uh-huh. and he had it on his uh, legs. And when I was still learning uh, about Reiki, and what I did was I took amethyst. And I held it in my hand, and as I'm going over his legs, I can feel where the cancer started and where it ended. Oh, wow. Wow. And it was just a strange, uh, warm, tingling sensation in my hands. Uh-huh. 
And I went to the doctor. I said, this is about where it is, and this is about where it ends. And he's like, yeah, it's right in between these two areas right there. He goes, how do you know? I said, "That's I can just feel the energy. Because wow. he had a nurse who was into uh, Reiki and all the uh, metaphysical, too. So he's like, yeah, that's where it was. And I could feel it as it shrank. Interesting. And every time I did a treatment on him, and I could feel it as it was going less and less until it was finally um, gone. And he's got a couple of little spots, but um, he's pretty much in remission with it. Wow, that is amazing. And it would make sense because amethyst is all about, you know, it's a healing uh, tool as well as spiritual. So what what it sounds to me like is that, that, you know, you activated some type of spiritual cleansing as well because, you know, in, in teaching Reiki, I always ta- teach about the four layers of the auric field. And a lot of times, you know, these, these physical diseases can, can really be a manifestation from a lot of stuff caught in the spiritual plane, the mental plane, and the emotional plane. So... I wouldn't be surprised if, if your healing efforts with that stone um, did a lot to kind of cleanse the spiritual plane for him. Cool. Yeah, and, and you know, he's still in uh, rough shape, but, um, you know, we, we managed to get rid of the, um, you know, the cancer from him for now. Wow. So, and, and it, but it was just interesting with my own experience of using the crystals and using Reiki with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you know, the, you know, People, mankind, humankind, whatever you want to call them, um, have used stones since the beginning of time for healing. So what we're doing now is just kind of, re, you know, kind of remembering or rediscovering all of the, the, the healing properties of all of the stones. So do you want to take a couple of calls and we'll get to know more about you? Sure, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, if anyone's wanting to call in, the lines are... Three four seven five three nine five three four nine. Go ahead, and we'll bring on area code eight five eight. You're on the air. Hello, Mike. Hello, Allison. Thank you for taking my phone call. And Hello? what's your first name? First name. My short name is Anne. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Is Allison, you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. There's just a little um, kind of delay in in the phone, um, but, oh, okay. but uh, yeah, it 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 delays a bit. That's why I'm answering a little later. Hi, Anne. How are you? Good. How are you, Allison? Very good. What what can we do for you today? Well, I have a question. Um, I have kind of some interest in the person, in the gentleman, and I really don't understand where things are going. Does he want to? cut this communication or there will be a development for us in future in other words what future holds for this man and for me okay well the way i read is i ask you to choose a few numbers and you're actually choosing the stones <clears throat> so um i'm going to ask you to choose a couple stones for me and then we can take a look does that work for you sure okay three numbers between one and 41 between 11 and 41 yeah between one and 41 oh one and 41 Okay, three, five, and 21. Okay, and number between uh, one and six, please. Six. Okay. um, And a number between one and four. One. Okay, very good. Um, (laughs) Okay. Wow, these stones are, are never lie. I have to tell you, the first two tones that you chose have to do with matters of the heart, 
um, then we have pyrite in the middle, then we have fluorite, and then we have um, the celestite. So um, now, Michael, are we doing the readings together? How are we doing this? Oh, the show's all about you, dear. Oh, okay. <laughs> all righty. I didn't want to blather on here. Um, I just wanted to check That's okay. It's all about you and, and letting people know about you and everything. Okay, great. Okay, well, um, and I do see, um, first of all, the, the telltale stone here is the fluorite. It's all about confusion, okay? And, and the overall tone of the reading is about lessons. And so, um, you know, I do see that there's a bit of kind of um, conflict in, 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 in the heart chakras here on both of your parts. Um, I, I have to be honest with you, in the long term, there is a lesson that you're going to take away from this. Um, you know, I, I want to call it a relationship, but they're, they're almost um, showing me an unformed relationship. So is this like kind of the beginning of the relationship for you? Well, I've known him for a while, but things didn't develop. So yeah. I really don't know if he wants to cut these things and stop communication or there will be a development. I get mixed signals. I have no idea what is his intention. Okay. Yeah, well, um, let's put it this way. I'm, I'm never the good person to kind of be the bearer of bad news, and it's one of the things that I have to work on. Um, I would suggest highly that you take this relationship for face value and move on because there is more out there for you, and what I want to do if we have time is just pull a few more stones. Okay, there is conflict in this person's um, kind of uh, relationship department. Okay, you have the green calcite, which is all about um, not, you know, not telling you the truth. Now, do you know if he's seeing other people or talking to other people? Because I don't see that you are the only one in his heart. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I know that he was involved with someone for a long time. That's why I didn't make any any attempts to see him uh, or date him, but I don't know what's the situation at this time. Okay. Well, basically, this person, you know, he's not, his heart chakra, is, it's telling me all about the heart chakra, and his heart chakra is not in the best shape to kind of get into another relationship in the depth that you want. Does that make sense? Um, yes. It's, it's like one part of him is going one way, one part is going the other there's definitely an attraction there okay so i mean that's that's a positive thing it's not like he's not attracted to you it's just that he doesn't really know what he wants right now and honestly from the stones it shows that you kind of want to roll up your sleeves and dive into a good healthy relationship and um to be quite honest and frank with you this person's energy is not in a place where he is able to do that right now does that make sense yes i i understand that this time like he's very confused that's why yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't even want me to talk to him, so I don't know what else. Okay. But well, I still had, I had hopes. I had hopes for him in future. Yeah. Well, the the, the lesson to this whole thing is, is the celestite. And the celestite is all about um, guides and everything. And, and this, this kind of liaison, this, this kind of interaction with this gentleman is a really good time to really sit down, self-reflect, and take a look at what you want out of a relationship and move on. Okay. Um, do I see that he'll, you know, as long as you continue to hold up your end of the bargain in communicating with him, he will communicate with you. But it's not going to move on to a deeper level. But it's not because he's not interested in you physically or anything. It's just he's not in that right place. What they're showing me is that you want more of a meteor relationship. You want, you know, kind of a hands-on relationship where somebody's in your life at all times. Correct. Yes, that's correct. Okay. I'm, I actually, I'm looking for someone that I will marry in future. 
Yes, and honestly, this person doesn't, you know, his energy is not headed down the, the, the marriage aisle anytime soon. And, um, you know, I, I would hate to see you kind of wait around for this to happen because it's not going to fulfill all of your needs. So what I'd like to do, I'd like you to choose three more numbers between 1 and 41. Okay, let's do 3, 9, and maybe 22. Ah, very good. I'm so excited here, okay? I'm so excited here. You have a soulmate coming along, okay? Um, You have the soul stone, and and then you have the heart healing stone, and you also have the pyrite, which is attraction and fire, okay? So uh, this is good. This is why I always like to pull some extra set of stones. So what, what I see coming around the pike, and it could be as soon as December, okay, is that okay. you will meet, um, a, make a soul connection and, do, and, and have a life mate connection. And so this relationship with this current person is going to serve as a barometer for you to kind of self-reflect and decide what you do want and what you don't want, okay? Again, the fluoride stone is in there. It's all about getting mixed messages, and I don't see that going away anytime soon. What you want to do is, is take away from this a validation in yourself that, yes, I do want to get married and I do want to have a nice um, intimate and healthy relationship, even if the gentleman that you are speaking to now ends up having giving you a bit of, of more in the relationship, it's not going to completely satisfy you. Um, you know, they're showing me two parts make a whole here. So um, as far as what's going on with the current man in your life, you can continue to chit-chat with him, but if you can shift your expectations and realize this is not going to lead you down the path of, of happily ever after, you can still kind of remain friendly but move on. Uh, I do see someone coming in on or around December. They're actually showing me December 1st to the 10th. I don't know whether you're going to meet him at a Christmas party or something, um, but it is a soul connection and very heart healing, and I do see the relationship progressing very quickly um, by, by Valentine's Day. So I hope that helps you. Oh, great. That's great news. Thank you so much, Allison. I really oh, appreciate it. You are it. so welcome. You're so welcome, and I'm extremely happy for you because it does look like you're going to be finding, you know, the, the missing piece um, and, yeah. and, again, the heart healing. So just take this for what it is. It's just a kind of a barometer that, hey, um, this, is, this is where I am and this is where I need to, to go. So you think that this gentleman is involved with someone at this time in his heart? Um, I, I, what I'm seeing is his heart chakra is surrounded kind of by a, a hard sheath of betrayal and um, not, it, it's remnants from a, it, it's basically residue left over from a past relationship that is not allowing him to open his heart fully to somebody else. And it looks like he has a lot of work to do and there's a lot of issues with mistrust. And it's, the relationship is going to be whoever ends up getting him, it's going to be a lot of work. Okay. But the person who is going to be coming in is, is going to be very good and very compatible, and it's going to be a, a very comfortable relationship. So do move forward knowing that, that um, you know, you will find that special someone. And this, the, the person that you're talking to is really not your soul connection um, and that, the, that there's a better fit out there. Okay. Thank you, Allison. Very you're nice. Welcome. Very good news. Thank you. You're welcome. Nice. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, it's interesting, all the information you get from the crystals. Yeah, yeah, I love these stones. <laughs> what, what the stones do is they connect to that person's auric field and they kind of clear the energy so I can get more direct information um, from the guides. And, you know, I always hate being the bearer of bad news, but then I like to look further down the, the road, which I did with the second hand of stones, to, to see what the universe has in store. So 
um, you know, her soulmate is really right. Around, I don't even want to say the soulmate. Her life mate <laughs> is right around the corner. Cool. Let's go ahead. We'll take another call here. Let's see. Here we go. 561. You're on the air. Hi. How are you? Hi. How Hello? are you? Doing great. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you. Um, well, I sort of had the same type of situation as the caller before me. Um, um, this guy, we've been friends for about 10 months, and right now we just had a little disagreement the other day and just want to get an insight on what his thoughts are about us and what you see happening. Okay, very good. What is your name? My name is Nancy. Nancy, okay, thank you. All right, Nancy, if you can um, hold that thought, that intention of, of what you want answered in your in your head as as you choose the numbers, I'm going to ask you to choose uh, three numbers between one and forty-one. Okay, um, one, four, and twenty-two. One, four, and ah, <clears throat> twenty-two. A number between one and four. Um, four. And number between one and six. Five. Five. Very good. Okay. I'm gonna. Ch- I want to take a, a closer look at this. Three numbers between one and forty-one. Oh, to choose three yeah, numbers again. again. Yeah. Okay. One. Four. Have to go okay. back to the same. Yeah. D- okay. You want to choose the same ones? Okay. And then one more number yeah. between one and forty-one. One, four, and twenty-two. Okay, so you chose the same. Oh, well, actually, I wanted you to choose different stones. Okay, um, okay, but, you do that. Yeah, I didn't want you to remember those numbers, so just choose uh, three more numbers between one and forty-one. Okay, um, five. Okay. Ten. Okay. And twenty-nine. Ah, okay. A number between one and four. Two. And a number between one and six. One. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Okay. You know, I I do see your relationship continuing on, but I do also see that a lot that that a lot of um, introspection and personal growth um, will will help on both sides. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Now it's interesting that you wanted to choose the same numbers again. Okay. And and what that what that told me <clears throat> was that you're kind of stuck in a certain pattern and that you're mm-hmm. ready to move past that. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. And I don't see any bad stones here, okay, like the ending of a relationship. I, I do see the red jasper, which is a man stone, which means, you know, he's still very much present, okay? Um, okay. I'll be honest with you, he's got some bad habits and you have some bad habits that have been remnants of previous relationships and so in order for this to move on um you know a lot of kind of self-honesty on both of your parts needs to come through and you need to let go of of things that you guys are hanging on to do i see the potential for a very compatible and healthy relationship yes but um the next four to six months there's going to be a lot of growing that needs to take place does that make sense yes it does Okay, the first and foremost thing that I'm going to ask you to think about doing is mm-hmm. trusting your intuition, okay? Because a lot of, your intuition is telling you that this is okay, right? Yeah. Okay, but part of you 
is arguing with your intuition, and that's where the bumps in the road. They're showing me a carpet with with bumps in it are happening. Um, the first hand of stones is the you have the amethyst. It's a third eye stone. It's actually in the shape of an eye, and it's all about trusting your intuition. And the second one is is honey calcium. It's all about um, following your gut instinct. And so when you you connect your gut instinct and align it with your third eye, you get the really true picture of what's going on. Now, the center stone is lapidolite. It's a very peaceful stone. It's also a psychic stone, and it tells me that everything's going to be okay. It's followed by the red jasper stone, which, which represents the, the, you know, the man, male energy in this relationship. Um, and both of the hands that you chose end with black stones. Now, black is not necessarily bad. A lot of the black stones are, are misunderstood. The first black stone is jet. It's all about filtering out negative energy and allowing the positive energy to come through. The second mm-hmm. is the black tourmaline that Michael and I were talking about for a while. It's yeah. repelling negative energy and bringing, allowing the positive energy to come in. So you have a fixings of a nice relationship here, but you have to get rid of the bad habits. Um, they're, they're showing me that you have, you're stuck in a pattern of things that, you know, they're, they're showing me there's a pattern with you that things don't work out. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, relationships, jobs, friendships, that kind of things. Like you're almost like prepared um, that they won't work out. So this is nice, but what if it doesn't work out? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to wrestle with that and you want to overcome that. And in doing so, you are going to clear the way to allow all of this positive energy to come in and allow yourself to enjoy this relationship. The gentleman, on the other hand, um, he's got some trust issues, correct? Did he just come out of a bad yes. relationship or he was in a relationship for a while where there were lies and betrayals? Was he cheated on? Yes. Okay, yes. exactly. Yes. That's what I'm picking up. So he needs to work on his stuff. Now, the good thing here, Nancy, is that you're, you started out as friends, correct? Yes. Okay. So perhaps that you can you can kind of introduce this into the relationship without putting anybody on the defense. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And And kind of talk about this. And so... Um, you know, okay, they're also showing me something about his job. Is he preoccupied with work? Is he looking for work? What's the problem there? He he works a lot. Um, okay, I see that, yes. Um, yeah. Now, the tiff that you had, I don't know what it is. What was it, lack of communication or something? What was the tiff? It was, they're telling me they're telling me the tongue, the truth or something. Yeah, in the end, it's lack of communication. Yeah. But I would say yes. You were, I'm sorry. What did you say, honey? In the end, it's, it is. It has to do with lack of communication, and it, it's this texting world that we're in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk anymore. Everybody texts everything, and it doesn't come out right. So. Exactly. Well, what I'm saying, you know, that that's that's what the, you know, I just taught this Reiki class, and I taught about the cause and the result. Okay, about the, you know, this mm-hmm. is one cause. A lot of times in the body, you know, you may have a stomach ache, but it may come from, you know, the the, the forehead area. And so what right. you're looking at as this, what did you say? No, I said right, right. Okay. So the the tiff the, the that you just had, okay, is, is more of a cause and effect. It came out as a lack of communication, but there's something, you know, they're showing me some type of negativity and preoccupation around his work. So there's some, you know, he's almost feeling pressured, almost crunched at work. And therefore, he's mm-hmm. kind of shutting down um, the rest of his areas of his lifetime, you know, in his life, communication, personal stuff, things like that. Um, they're even showing me, God, I hope he's not listening to this show, something about mm-hmm. the bills. Is he, is he behind, he hasn't, 
he's been so preoccupied with what's going on in his work, it, it's almost like he didn't pay a bill or there's some type of debt that he's not paying attention to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, okay. he's, he's getting ready to go on a trip, and the new job he has, he's concerned that they're not going to pay him on time so he can take care of the bills before he leaves. Ah, okay. Yeah, because they're showing that he's really – He's really preoccupied and, and, and focused on this. And then the good thing is, is this guy is, is focused and there's a drive there. The bad thing is, is a lot of times he puts the blinders on and everything else in his life kind of gets shut out, including his relationship. So, you know, the, the tip really, as much as it was about lack of communication, the, the impetus um, for the lack of communication is this stress at the job. Um, and and I, I want to give you insight so you don't think that it's you. But this is how this gentleman handles um, his pressure, which is not great. Um, he, they show me he buries his head in the sand when it comes to that, and he, and he shuts out what's going on about his relationship. So, you know, what they're showing here in order to kind of get through this is to give him a little breathing space. Um, he will, you know, he, he will come around, and there will be a better form of communication, but he's got work to do on his end. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah um, definitely. So I don't want you to think it's all you, but take this breathing time for you to kind of, um, you know, re, I hate to use the word program, but kind of um, reset your intent. And what you can Mm -hmm. do is allow this guy, he's got to decompress. He's under so much pressure now. He needs to go off on this trip. He needs to do what he needs to do. And when he comes back, he'll be in a better space for communication. I don't, Mm -hmm. I I don't want you to to think that you have to take on his problems and you have to fix things because that's not a healthy balance. But, Allowing him time to breathe is helpful, and, and an open discussion when he comes back uh, will help. In the meantime, what you can do is you can work on yourself, okay? And you can do okay. some exercises um, to clear negative patterns. You know, chakra balancing and, and aura cleansing is a really good kind of thing to do. And, and what I'd like to see you do is break out of that pattern that, oh, this isn't going to work. Because mm-hmm. what I see for you is a, a lot of... Um, they're showing me little successes in a lot of area. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. So I want you to pick one more stone, a uh, number between 1 and 41. 39. Ah, beautiful stone. You know what that is, Nancy? It's rapid transformation. It's a charite stone, and it tells me rapid transformation. And so, the, you know, the sooner that you kind of, you know, set your mind on busting these 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 kind of negative patterns, the sooner you're going to get through them and the sooner that your life is going to change. A lot of times when your own spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical frequencies change, everything, all the other patterns in your life change as well. And so the best mm-hmm. thing that you can do is is kind of get going on busting, you know, these, these negative patterns and allowing things to, to come in. I, I do see um, a positive change at work. What are you doing there? I've been actively looking for work. I, I have been on interviews, and I have one actually tomorrow. Ah, beautiful. Okay. What I'd like you to do before you go on that interview is say, mm-hmm. you know, kind of repeat a mantra before you go in. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Okay? Because I, they're, they're showing me. You didn't even choose it, but a lot of times stones come through in the mind's eye. They're showing me an orange calcite. And it's about mm-hmm. um, it's about positive change, okay? And by changing your frequency before you go to this interview, you're going to come out with a, a lot of positive results. And and it's like the domino effect: one positive thing leads to another positive thing, which leads to another positive thing. 
So right. that that would really be a good starting point. And as far as the gentleman is concerned, give him some time to breathe. Realize he's human. But through your friendship and your communication, um, it would be a good thing to kind of um, introduce without being accusatory. Do you see what I'm saying? True. Okay, okay. So I hope that helps. It does. It does a lot. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And congratulations on, you know, when you wake up tomorrow, if you <laughs> if you change that mindset, your life is going to, you know, quickly reveal all the all of the, the life's goodies. So congratulations on on starting off a brand new day tomorrow. Thank you for your help. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care, Nancy. Bye. I just like her energy. She just so, it seems so bubbly. What? Uh, the last, uh, the uh, last uh, caller. Oh yeah, she was she great. So... I loved her. Yeah. So, is there any particular way that you have the um, your stones set up right now, or are they just um, like in certain piles, or? Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I have like over ten thousand stones, but my reading rocks—you can hear me shuffling them, probably, and they're clinking yep. around. I have them in a a um, grid of sacred geometry. It's actually an ancient Egyptian pattern. And um, what I do is, is, you know, I number the pattern, and um, the stones go on that. Um, it's actually a, a spiral pattern, which is, uh, you know, it, it's ancient Egyptian. You can see it in the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics. And you can also, <clears throat> it, it's peppered throughout the Lemurian and Atlantean um, civilizations as well. It's almost like a symbol. Okay. Yeah. And, and then you just go ahead and pick from there. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I didn't and hear you. And you just pick from there? Yeah, I what I do you is... just pick it? Yeah, I, I, I shuffle them. I, I always shuffle them. So I always put them back in different... It's like shuffling cards. Like, so if somebody calls in and they pick number three, um, the next person, if they call in and pick number three, it's not the same stone. So I'm continuously shuffling them. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was just curious because I'm hearing you over there shuffling the stones around and all. It's like, okay. Didn't know if you had them laid out in a... Yeah. No, they they're in a in a <clears throat> they're on a grid right next to where I'm I'm sitting. So. Cool. Okay. Well, go ahead. We'll bring on uh, chips and salsa. Hello, dear. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? What is your name? Uh, Louise. Louise. Thank you so much for calling in. What can we do for you today? Well, first I want to say you know thank you for coming on the show. I just think this is the Best show on Block Talk, period. Aw, <laughs> thanks. And then I also want to tell people that um, we really, really need everyone to try and help donate to help Michael support us to keep the show going. It's an expensive uh, fee. And um, thank you, dear. You know, I I really, really encourage everyone to do that. And maybe if everyone can like. Send Michael their email address, or if we get something going, we can make sure everyone is, you know, involved and knows and aware and whatnot. And every every little bit helps because it's really an expense. And the sooner we can, he can try and help get money for the show. We can get a better switchboard. People won't get disconnected. We'll be able to know if someone gets dropped, where to put them back in the queue, and you know all of that. And so it's all about him supporting us and we support him to help us. So I really, really hope that everyone does 
um, help out with that any way they can, it would be great. Really and, appreciate uh, now, that. What show is, is this Blog Talk? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because yes. I know Michael, don't you have a few shows? Yeah, uh, I've also got my own network that I've been working on uh, for the Switchboard. But the Switchboard right now tonight is on Blog Talk, and that's why we've been having some uh, technical issues with it, and uh, been a little crazy to say the least. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess that's where the lag comes from. Okay. Yeah, I thought I was on yeah. Blog yep. Talk. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I know, and, you know, and uh, lately they've been dropping calls too. So, yeah, yesterday I was dropped like three times, and it's no fault of Michael's, but you know, in order for him to get a better switchboard and a better way to you know run the show, that he has to have money to do it. And so hopefully we can all help him do that. That would be really, really great. No, oh, thank you, dear. But uh, can Allison help you with the reading or anything right now? Um, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and let somebody else do it because I, I've called in you know several times, but. I'm going to sit back and listen, and, you know, maybe another time I can get a reading from you, Ellison, but I'm going to let someone else go ahead and get one that's been waiting a long time, too. Okay, but well, thank say you. That and thank everybody very much. Please, please donate and enjoy the show, Allison. We hope you come back, too. Why, thank you. I certainly will. Okay, bye-bye. Great thank you, dear. Bye-bye. Uh, bye. Bye. I thought she wanted to get a reading at all from you. Oh, okay. Well, is there someone else, or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got. Uh, we got plenty of people in the queue okay. here. <laughs> Erica three zero three. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Erica. How are you? Oh, my name is Rhonda. Oh, Rhonda. Okay. Rhonda. Yes. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What can we help you with today? I'm wondering what you. Well, a couple questions, but mostly a reading. What do you see from my future? Um, you know, um, give me a give me an uh, your perspective on what has been happening in my recent past. Okay. That's pretty much what I need. Okay. Well, let's pull some stones and take a look. Um, can you choose three numbers between one and forty-one? Yes, seven. 26 and 35. Okay. 25, 30. Anissa, 35? Okay. Yes. A number between 1 and 4? 3. A number between 1 and 6? 5. All righty. Great. And I'm going to, that, that's one question. And I know you had two. So let's choose three more stones between 1 and 41. Okay. 1 and 41. Uh, I want. Uh, Eight. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Seventeen. Uh, 15, wait. Fifteen. Five, ten, fifteen. Sixteen, seventeen. Ah, eight. Did you? I mean, what did you say? Seventeen. Yep. Okay. Okay. And twenty-nine. Uh, ah. Mm-hmm. Very good. A number between one and four. Uh, one. One. A number between one and six. <clears throat> Two. Very good. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I got to love these stones. What's happening in your recent past is you're going through a huge auric cleansing. You have the auric cleansing stone. Um, there's been a, a series of events that have been not so pleasant, correct? Correct. Okay. What I'm hearing is boom, 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 boom. 
okay? It's like one thing falling apart, then another thing falling apart, then another. And really what it is, it's a collapse of an old structure to allow the new. Now, um, are you are you currently single? Do you not have someone in your life? Um, I'm married. Okay. So are you feeling disconnected? Yes. Okay, I see that. So basically what they're showing me here is that you're you're they're giving me an energy of being single, okay? Um and kind of not in um relationship with anyone. So basically you're kind of living individual lives. Does that make sense? As opposed yes. to kind of physically walking around in the same house every day? Mhm. Okay. Okay. So all right. Well, are do you have people listening to this? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm home alone. Okay, all right. Well, I, I, I see a lot of things falling apart. Would one of them happen to be your marriage? Uh, well, I I haven't I looked at it as an opportunity for things to get better. Okay, okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Again, Michael, you know me well now that I have an issue with, with, with kind of being the bearer of bad news. Now, there's there's going to be a coming apart and then a reconnecting. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So the reason things that these last series of events have coming uh, are happening, it's to kind of cleanse your auric field. Okay. It, it's again this 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 shift of 2012 that's coming is extremely powerful. And from where I've studied and where I've come from, basically a lot of these planets are coming into an alignment that they haven't experienced in the last 5,000 years, which thus is the ending of the Mayan calendar. But it's also changing a heck of a lot of electromagnetic frequencies out there, okay? Um, And really, as the planets come together, it almost squeezes a lot of things that don't, that, that old ways out of being. It can either be a breaking or a crumbling. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. So there is a reason for the, the, the string of events that you have been experiencing. They've been one after another and quite rapid, correct? Correct. Okay. For now, like you, a few years. I'm sorry, how long? For, oh, uh, five, six years. Yes, exactly. This, 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 this really, this kind of rumbling really started at the end of 07 and the beginning of 08. There was a lot of crumbling of infrastructures. Take a look at the stock market, the economy. A lot of relationships have busted up because those people aren't supposed to be together anymore, and they need to free up those elements in order to find the person they're really supposed to be with. Okay? Um, mm-hmm. Now, I see changes in money, career, relationships with you in the past, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, what I want you to do, um, again, we are on, on live radio, so I don't want to get into a lot of the intimate details, okay, but I, I, I see what's going on here, and I want to um, explain to you that there is a reason for this happening. They're showing me an untangling and unraveling, and if you look at the events that have occurred and you kind of do it, put a timeline to them, you'll see that it was a very kind of almost rhythmic pattern. You know, it happened every so many days. Does that make sense to you? Uh, I'm I'm not sure because the events were so (laughs) catastrophic that um, uh, they were over. I mean, overwhelming. I didn't, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, someday, someday, you you know, when you get the time to kind of look back in retrospect without, you know, kind of re-experiencing the pain, um, you'll see that they they all happened kind of in a rhythmic pattern. Okay. Okay. Now, you know. And you'll say that, you know, that crazy rock girl, 
you know, she had something there. What I want you to do is I want you to realize and connect to that rhythmic pattern because just as things started to unravel for you, what's going to happen as the shift occurs into 2012, they're going to start to move forward in the same pattern. But guess what? This time it's going to be a positive pattern, okay? So, and when is this supposed to start? Um, well, you know, that's a good question. Um, what they're showing me is as soon as you bring this awareness to this, and, and we had another caller here, you know, this evening about changing negative energy into positive energy, and it's important for you to realize this pattern and the purpose for it. And the reason that a lot of these old infrastructures, these catastrophic unravelings have occurred because I, what, what, was, what you were doing no longer worked for you. It doesn't mean that it, it was bad. It was just kind of ending. Does that make sense? Exactly. Okay. And it's, it's tough. You know, personally, I have experienced a lot of this myself. That's why I'm really good at talking about it because I actually understand it. And it mm-hmm. was painful, it was scary, it was sad. Um, but without those infrastructures being removed, I didn't have the room to breathe and grow. And uh, right. the, the same applies for you, okay? Now, I do see this situation in your current relationship, and it's showing me that you feel very much alone and individuated. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if you and your husband kind of took a break and stepped away, but they're showing me that there's kind of some kind of constraints about, um, I would say, where to go and how to do it. Does that make sense to you? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. It would, it, would not be, it would not be a bad thing for your relationship to kind of give yourself this breathing room because you're actually, you're, you're, your spirit, what they're showing me is your spirit and your soul is, invol- is, is evolving at such a rapid pace that, that uh-huh. you are becoming someone else and a lot of the, old, the people who knew you don't even recognize you anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. What you want to do is trust in the process and realize you're going where you're supposed to be. And taking this break, okay, from this relationship, you've been in it for quite some time, correct? Uh, yeah, we've been together since 99. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, you're, you're kind of evolving into a new energy being, which is all positive. But you really, you know, a lot of people can't relate to the new energy because they're used to the old energy. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're showing me yeah. this, is, this, this is occurring with friends, coworkers, and family members as well. Is that correct? Yeah. I Well, I've had depression for a long time. Exactly. I, I know that. Um, yes. And um, with what has just happened with uh, my husband is uh, it's it, like I told him, I said, I don't, I'm not sitting here feeling like, I'm suicidal. I feel like I gotta live, exactly. and take care of myself. And I have choices to make. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like it's 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 a good beginning, mm-hmm. you know. And he, he's my best friend. He always will be my best friend. I I told him if I left uh, to go home for a little bit, we just made a major move across country. Uh-huh. I, if I went home for a little bit, I can see myself coming back. And if we didn't live together, we would be best of friends. Yes. And I, I want you to validate your instincts because I do see that, that that is what spirit has in store for you as well. Okay? 
And, okay. and that stepping away is, is a really good way to kind of recalibrate and take stock in, in your where you are at right now. You see? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't necessarily want to go home and, you know, rehash this in my mind with family members or anything. I want to be where I feel real loved. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm comforted. Okay. You and, know. and that's, a, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a healthy choice for you. You know, I, I want to read you the stones here, and I want, to, I want to kind of validate where this is going. You know, the first stone is rose quartz. It's all about matters of the heart. The second one is clear calcite. It's all about um, inner knowing and knowing yourself. It's like self-knowledge and connecting to your soul's purpose, okay? So it showed mm-hmm. me that there was an issue here with matters of the heart. Um, and, and the soul's purpose is a lot, a lot of times it's a, it's a kind of a, a singular journey for a while, and that's why I knew you felt isolated and alone, Okay. Yes, stone. as well does he. Yes, yes. Um, well, we're gonna. I'm gonna talk to you in a minute and, and tell you why I, uh, that that's occurring. Um, the center stone is the overall tone of the reading. It's an emerald stone. It all. It has to do with relationships. Okay, matters of the heart as well. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it really takes stock. A, lo- a lot of times, an emerald shows up when when people have been together for a long time. That's why I knew that you've been together for quite some time. Um, the next stone is the karmic stone. It's a white onyx with golden healer, okay? And what's occurring on, what is occurring right now is, is, is kind of evolution on the soul's level, okay, for you and your husband, okay? Because I don't see a, a, a unit of two people together. I see two people almost parallel. Um, and so you're both kind of evolving. And that's why it's important for you to kind of take this breather and step away, but not feel like you're flushing everything down the toilet. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And the last stone is a red jasper. It's associated with male energies. Okay. And it, it's a slow and steady and kind of solid energy. And should you go home and heal, Okay, that's the important part. That's that's one of the aspects of of why you're returning, obviously, to be with people that you love. Um, you know, and they're showing me that that it will be a non-judgmental, non you know, unconditional you know experience. You know, you'll be able to come back and and make a rational decision as to what what's going on. And I do not see the two of you not being in each other's lives. Okay, so that's uh-huh. a good thing. It's kind of reevaluating and and kind of recalibrating. Um, the current relationship that you're in. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. And so yes. um, exactly. I, I do see you going home. Um, I don't know how long you're planning, but the, the, they're showing me three months. Uh, would you be gone for three months? Does that sound right? Well, in the beginning I was thinking two months when I was angry, but then today I've been thinking about I can't run. Mm-hmm. My problems and I need to start living and start making choices. Uh-huh. And um, you know, um, nurturing the relationship, being being more alive, and being more uh, part of the relationship, and uh-huh. hoping that he can do the same. He, he did say last night he really misses us chumming around. We're like the best friends. We're like two peas in a pod. My parents always said. Uh-huh. Um. It's uh, it's just he. I've isolated for several years, uh-huh. um, and it's, I don't know it's what okay. Else. 
I, I wanna I wanna talk to you about the, what's currently going on, you know, because we pulled those stones. And the first stone is the smoky quartz, and it's all about kind of cleansing what doesn't need to be there. And the smoky quartz is a great stone because what it does is it connects to the earth and it gets rid of what you don't need and allows you to keep what you do need. Okay. What mm-hmm. what it's showing me is that um, the next stone is the green calcite, and it's all about um, a lot of times. Um, uh, residue left around the heart chakra of of resentment and solidified anger okay now you know there's kind of some stuff that you're holding on to they're showing that in this in this relationship there have been some bumps of ro- along the road that you've taken rather hard and that you know you you you're still kind of holding on to energetically does that make sense yeah and i'm just um finding out since we've been here we've been here since january I've, i'm just finding out some uh, in ways that he is nurturing his life yeah. that haven't included me. That ha- that haven't included you. Yeah, I know. Right. I, I see that. Um, and that's hard for me. I mean, he's, um, he's taking care of his own wounds. Yeah, and, and it doesn't include you. And, and so that's why this is a perfect time for you kind of like to take this little step out of, of the energy zone and nurture yourself. And I know you talked about before kind of nurturing the relationship, but and that's all well and good. But the first thing that you have to do is nurture yourself because, as you said, you've kind of been isolated for the last couple of years, and not only have you not nurtured the relationship, you haven't really nurtured yourself. You've isolated from yourself. And, you know, um, the, the center stone of this reading is the angel light, okay? And that's all about connecting to your higher self and really nurturing yourself. And, and you know, what it's showing here is you didn't, you don't really know how to nurture yourself. Is, is, exactly. Does that resonate with you? Exactly. Oh, that is so right. I had a therapist once say, okay, this week I want you to do something for yourself. And do you know, honest to God, I could not think of anything? Yeah, I know. And You're, um, you're I know. a mom and you're a wife and so in tune to that. I, okay, well, I'll light a candle and take a bath. That's about all I could think of. Yeah, well, you know? well you know, that that's what the angel light is saying. And angel light is a really good stone for you to work with because it's a spiritual nurturer. And what it's telling me is that, you know, you know, in, in the first step, um, this, this kind of step away for a couple of months is going to be very good for him because, you know what, he's going to really miss you, okay? Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be good for you because you can kind of disconnect from the negative energy and you can kind of reinvent yourself and get to know yourself better and step back into this as more whole. Does that, under, does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really giving it a fresh start. Now, um, the, the next stone is, is a golden smoky rutilated quartz. It's all about manifesting your dreams into your reality. It's about making your dreams come true. And I do see that happening, and it's going to result in an auric cleansing. You have this, um, it's called a, a citrine druzy. It's, it's really all about kind of giving your life a fresh start and kind of getting rid of the negativity. And so what you might want to do is, is dive more into the spiritual realm and nurture your soul, nurture your spirit, nurture your heart, okay? A bath, yeah. in, a candle, a bath in a candle is great, trust me. But a lot of times it can be empty if you if you don't have me myself and I in in, in there. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. It, yes. 
And, and, you know, what I would suggest to do to add to your therapy and, and all of this other th- good things that you're doing to support yourself is, is some, you know, add, take some classes on spirituality. Reading books are great, but a lot of times it is an isolating thing. But thanks to the world of the Internet, there are a lot of online classes that you can participate in and learn and, and meet a lot of new friends. I mean, half of my friends I've met on Facebook. And I was talking to Michael at the beginning of the show about how when I really started getting into all of this spiritual um, you know, kind of, 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 you know, kind of life's path. My marriage went down the tubes. I, I lost friends because they just didn't connect me anymore. And, and I, I reconnected. I, I had to follow my heart and the stones, of course. And I've made a lot of really great friends on the internet. And so, um, Facebook is a great way. Taking online classes. If there's any metaphysical stores around your area. You know what oh, I'm yes. saying? Oh yes, we're like it, we're in Boulder, Colorado area. Oh my goodness, you have plenty. That's wonderful. And I told I told my husband last night I don't want to go back to Minnesota. I okay. really don't. This is where my spirit is. This is where I belong. I want my family here, mm-hmm. but I want to stay. I want to be. This is where I I can see my person being. Okay, well, that's great. Well, see, you just connected with a, a positive pattern that you can develop. And so, you know, again, you know, work with the angelite stone. And the, the angels keep coming in through this reading. Um, and so you may want to take some angel classes, um, you know, channeling with the angels. There's so many wonderful tools out there that will help nurture your spiritual self because I think that's a part of you that hasn't been developed yet. And and it, it's it's basically starving for some nourishment, and I yeah, I really do believe that that that's going to help nourish your soul and complete you, so you can be whole and you can be a, a, a whole half of another relationship. Does that make sense? Yeah, and you know we're both very interested in in meditation and Buddhism and you know nurturing ourselves in mm-hmm. in that way. Well, and and that's excellent that you have a partner who who wants to do that because a lot of times it's not compatible. But what I I want Mm -hmm. you to do is I really want you to realize that it's not a selfish act to nourish yourself spiritually because the more whole you are, the more you can be there for your children, for your family, for your husband. Do you see? Yes. Yes, my my brain, my uh, brain cells tell me that, but to make it happen... You know, it's been hard. But I know that now, and I need to, like I said, i I got to make a choice, and I am making a choice to live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and to live fully and happily. And, and you know, the best thing to do with, with someone with your energy is to become interactive, you know. I mean, that's why all of these radio shows are great, because you can call in and you connect to a real live person. And there's so many wonderful radio shows and, and, and psychics and healers out there that, that can offer you a nugget of, of some nourishment for yourself. They can teach you. And and mm-hmm. this is really, you know, you being interactive and going out to a meditation and, and connecting with other people is, is, is really important in order for you to integrate what you're doing with your brain cells. Does that make sense? Yes. And you were asking how long I see myself out in Minnesota. I can see now in in uh, practical, I could see myself there two weeks, and I really need to get a job. We need to be financial. I mean, otherwise we're not going to make it out here. Okay. You know, well, you I know need what? to quit isolating and get a job, and and this is where I want to be. 
Okay, well, give yourself a three-month window to reconnect to yourself. I'm not saying sit home and do nothing. This could, you know, you could take classes. You could be, you know, again, you need to really nourish your soul. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, um, there will be a reconnection on many, many levels. So give yourself permission to take this time to yourself to to reconnect and to nourish your soul. And then there's so many wonderful venues of spirituality out there that that you have access to that a lot of them are free. You don't have to spend a lot of money. You just have to kind of show up and and participate. So I hope that helps you. Yes, it does, and it validates so much that we've gone through. I mean, we've lost our home, and that's what, you know, that's why we came out here. It's time to make complete change. Absolutely, and And I I see uh, that you're doing that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I have a daughter that has mental illness, and she was in a a very bad, bad accident with an evil person at the wheel that drove into oncoming traffic on purpose for the insurance money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Well, know that the universe kind of takes things away in order to push you forward, and so you're really where you're supposed to be. And and yeah. to just reach out and to get involved. And I, I do see um, that, that once you nurture yourself and give yourself, first give yourself permission to nurture yourself spiritually and then partake in it, it's, it's going to really um, help you become whole so you can be a better part, you know, a, a more integra- integral part of, of the family that you, you want to connect with. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you know where to find me, you know where to find Michael, um, and know that there's so many people out there um, that that can help you, but I, I want to, you know, I just want to, um, you know, kudos for for calling in and, and reaching out for help, and it was a, a pleasure to speak to you today. Okay, I just had one other question, mm-hmm. and this shouldn't take long no. at all. Uh, my, what I wanted to know is, does the name Drandy, D R A N D Y, say anything to you, or mean anything? Okay, choose a number between 1 and 41. Uh, 27. 20, 25, 26, 27. Um, okay, this is a, a long story, which I'm not going to be able to get into um, right now, but the message here is um, boundaries. Does that make sense to you? Um, no, not, not really at all. Um, I, I, my therapist told me I'm empathic, and I'm realizing over over my life, I'm realizing at age 50 that, yeah, I've been empathic for a very long time. Okay. But Drandy was my imaginary friend when I was three. Okay. And that name has stayed with me forever. He was a he, I don't know if it was a he or she. I think it was I always thought of him as a he, but I never saw him. I just know that I communicated with him. Okay. Well, then the word boundaries is a really good message from the other side because being an empath um can be a blessing and also a curse because a lot of times empaths pick up energies from other people and then end up carrying them. And what I'm getting yes. is yes. And and I'm getting that Drandy, okay? Um, was not only an imaginary friend, but it was a spirit from the other side that you connected to in another lifetime, okay? And obviously there are messages there, and I do believe if you, if you, you know, pursue your psychic ability and you learn how to function as an empath with boundaries, um, that you can, you can basically 
glean is the word that's coming through, glean the messages there and the lessons. So it may be a very good time to learn how to pursue your psychic abilities, develop your empathic abilities with the healthy boundaries and reconnect with Drandy. Do you see? Yeah. Um, so, so again, you know, Drandy, you know, as you mentioned, it can be a male energy and not only was your imaginary friend, but um, a lot of young children do have those psychic abilities, which I can attest to. And I, I believe that this is an energy from the other side that is wanting to come back and reconnect with you. But what you have to do is strengthen your empathic boundaries in order to not become enmeshed in that and, and see it from a different point of view. And he can come through as, as a very healthy guide. So, okay. you know, there's, there's so many I was wonderful... wondering if he was a guide. If he was yes, a absolutely. He was once, I can tell you from the energy, he was once a person who has passed over, someone from another lifetime, okay? So the reason the energy is coming through is because, you know, there's an effort to reconnect on that side as a guide. But you do have to shift your energies, okay, mm -hmm. um, and, and hone those empathic skills. Because, again, a lot of times empathic energy can become enmeshed, so you don't know who you are and who they are. So right. that, that's exactly. a really great... create a lot of anxiety. Yeah. I, I pick up on anxieties of other people. Exactly. And so... You know, what I may suggest for you is, is to start to take a few psychic, um, you know, kind of psychic ability, developing your psychic ability online classes and learn how to utilize your skills. Um, okay. And then I do think that Drandy may come through clearer when, when there's better boundaries there. And, again, you know, I, I can always, I, I always rely on the stones, and the first word that came through was boundaries. And I do think that it is applicable in this case because when you have your own boundaries, you can better see someone else on the other side. So I hope that helps you. And enjoy Durandy. Enjoy Durandy. Yes. And, you, you know, most of my empathic stuff comes while I'm sleeping. Wakes me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like normal? I said, as soon as you learn how to um, harness that energy in a positive way, you will have more control over it where you can call it in when you want and shut it off. Because a lot of times when that door is wide open and the messages don't stop, it, it can really, you know, it, it can cause a lot of grief and, and a lot of, you know, kind of lost energy. So, I mean, yeah. I do teach psychic ability as well as many other people, and I know that one of the first things that people cover are boundaries. Okay, okay, so yeah. Go, go forth sense. and conquer. Enjoy your classes, and I, I do hope to connect to you again soon. Thank you, Allison. I just love you, and thank have you a, for Have a great providing. night, dear. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. So what's the easiest way everyone can get a hold of you? Is through your website? Yeah, um, I have two websites. The first one is my main website, and I can be found at www.therockgirl.com. And most of my services are on there, my appearances, things like that. There's a contact page if anybody has any questions or just wants to shoot me an email to say hi. I also have sacredstoneschool.com. That's my school, the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School, and there's a list of all my classes and workshops on there. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, uh, Allison Hayes, the rock girl on Facebook, and there's a link directly on my website. And um, let's see, I have a couple radio shows. I have Rock Talk with the Rock Girl on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm also on the Voice of Empowerment at 10 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday nights. And I also have a show on Blog Talk called the Rock Girl Sacred Stone Show where I talk about all things stone. And that's on Tuesdays at 3. So Tuesdays are my radio shows. Well, you definitely keep yourself busy. <laughs> yeah, it kind of just happened that way. <laughs> I, I don't know what a day off is anymore, but I, it, it's good. It's all good. And we'll go ahead and take a couple more calls here. 
Okie doke. If the switchboard will work. There we go. Area code 913, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How about yourself? Good, thank you. What's your name? Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm so stuck on what you guys were talking about at the beginning of the show about the hematite oh, and okay. about the charges. And it's been a while since I've worn a hematite, but I was wondering if you could answer this question for me. Okay, what, what um, is your name, my dear? Sarah. Sarah, okay, sure, shoot. Um, I now have... I have always seem to have bad luck with my hematite jewelry. For some reason or another, it doesn't, it doesn't stay. I mean, I get to wear it for some time, but it, I don't know how to describe it. It sort of bounces off of me, I guess you could say. Okay. Like, for example, I had a ring that I wore, and I wore it for less than a day. And within a couple of hours of getting the ring, it, so it somehow slid off my finger and bounced away. I found it again, and the same thing happened a short time later. Mm-hmm. And it always seems to either bounce or break or something. I wonder if you could explain that. Yes, absolutely. I have the same problem, <clears throat> okay? And what hematite does is it integrates the high frequencies of the low frequencies. And so in your case, what's happening is, what freak, um, let's see, hematite is a very electromagnetic stone. And what it does is it, it balances things very quickly. And so what this tells me is that you are a very um, energetic, sensitive person. And so the hematite stone, when you put it on at first, recalibrates your, your, your subtle bodies, okay, all the energy in your chakras and auric fields. And what happens okay. is you attune, it's called A-T-T-U-N-E, you, to, you attune to the stone's frequencies, and once you reach that new level, the, the stone is, no more needed, is needed no longer, and it rolls away. I teach a class called Hands-On Healer with certain stones, and we put them on people's bodies, and after they do their job, they do roll off. And so for you, hematite would be a better stone to kind of uh, sleep with under your pillow, or kind of work with at home and not to wear, because what happens is you attune to the stone very quickly and it's no longer needed. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah, and so okay. what you want to do is experiment with other stones, okay, um, and see what works well with you. What I'm getting is that emerald works well. Um, what am I getting? Garnet works well. Rose quartz works well. Um, you know, you have a lot of um, strong root chakra female vitality. And what would really work well with you are those those type of stones because their frequencies are different. Does that make sense? That makes sense. It's funny. I have I've had a pull to those three stones you mentioned, and emerald is my birthstone. Ah, wow, that's pretty cool. And you know, it doesn't have to be perfect gem quality. You can always go to a rock shop, a metaphysical store, and get them in the rough, the rough stones, and they're not nearly mm-hmm. as expensive. Um, but you know. I, I hear the frequencies in stones, and I hear the frequencies in the sound of the voice, and energetically, um, long distance, I can pick up a certain frequency. And so those stones have the same frequencies that you do, and what, what they'll do is only amplify your, your, your power and, and your, your joie de vivre, your life force, your chi. Do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah, and so, you know, you can still work with hematite because it's a really good balancer for you, but to, it's almost too heavy a stone for your, ener- your to wear upon your person energetically. 
Okay, that makes sense because I've had necklaces that I wear, and then after a short, short time, it's like the beads can't stand to be together anymore, they break. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. just a little disappointed. Yeah, but, well, no, I consider it that you're kind of, um, what happens is a lot of times your your um, kind of uh, spiritual frequency is raising, and so being a heavy stone it can't keep up with your high energy. So if this tells me that you've been doing a lot of spiritual work in the last, what, three to four years? Something like that. Yes, exactly. I, um, I, part, go ahead. Go ahead. What did you say? I tried to meditate. It's dropped off in the last year or so, but I've been involved in school and very, very into school. And when I get into a very scholarly mode, I have less time to work on my spiritual self. Mm-hmm. It's still there. It's just it comes out of tune, I suppose you could say. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you you have done your work, and when you move to a, another frequency, you kind of stay there. So that's a that's a good thing. Um, what kind of school are you in? Um, I'm currently in undergraduate school, going for a major in family studies and human services. Uh-huh. I okay. w- I want to go to graduate school and continue that work and become maybe a counselor or a therapist, or a family therapist, or okay. something like that. Well, I'm, I'm getting a strong kind of um, healer vibe from you, and so you you may want to eventually take a couple Reiki courses or healing courses and kind of roll that into your career and, and add a few little dabs of the holistic into what you're doing because you do have that kind of high healer energy, which um, as you get older will ripen and, and you'll be able to bring that through um, and, and kind of lace that through your personal life as well as your career, you know, included. So, you know, I, I do hope that helps. And, and do, you know, um, you're, you're always drawn to what you need. Stones have a certain electromagnetic frequency. And, and a lot of times people who are sensitive like you will have a craving for something. And so do try and pick mm-hmm. up a, a piece of garnet or emerald or, or rose quartz and, and work with that because I think you're going to end up feeling really good and clear with that. And yeah, it's been a struggle trying to find this gem store or rock store around, but I heard somewhere in the area, so let's check that out. Yeah. I was wondering what stones work best for success of school and finances and staying focused? Um, well, oh, well, you said um, uh, something about staying focused. What did you say, honey? Success, school, and being focused. Okay. Now, see, the mistake a lot of people um, make is that hematite focuses them, but in your case, it, it unfocuses. I, I want you to try a stone called fluorite, F-L-U-O-R-I-T-E. That will work beautifully with you stone, right? focus. Pardon me? That's a blue stone, right? Yeah, well, it's actually um, it's green and purple, and, and it could appear to be a bit blue. So it depends on, on where it comes from. But fluorite would be an excellent stone for focus, Okay. Um, garnet okay. is really going to help you with school because it's going to give you that energy and that, that power to kind of get through it. Um, it, it shows mm-hmm. me that you kind of, you, you go in spurts, you're really on and then you kind of kind of lose focus and stop, not stop, but kind of slow down. And then becoming refocused again takes a lot of your energy. Does that make sense for you? That makes sense. Yeah. So garnet is really good in the energy and kind of keeping a very steady kind of flow as far as that goes. And there's a lot of really good stones for success. Um, what I'd suggest for you is malachite and citrine. They're both very easily found, abundant stones. Malachite and citrine would really help you with that. And I, I think you'll really like the citrine. It's the fire stone, um, and it's excellent for getting out there. Another stone that's coming to mind is pyrite. 
okay, P-Y-R-I-T-E. It, it's also known as fool's gold. I really don't like that term because it dumbs the stone down. But um, pyrite is all about, um, the, the, you know, inspiring the warrior or the warrioress, in your case, within to kind of overcome and conquer and become successful. So for me personally, I like um, the pyrite the best to kind of overcome and kind of, it, it, pyrite means fire in Greek. And if you strike two pieces of, of pyrite together, it's, it throws a spark. And so for me, it's really kind of lighting, you know, a fire in the belly to, to go forth and, and become incredibly successful. So I hope that helps. That does help. Thank you. You're welcome. I really You're welcome. That. Yeah, well, have fun on your rock hunting, okay? I think you'll you'll enjoy okay. it. Okay. Okay? Oh. All right. All right, Sarah. Thank you. Take nice care. Nice night. Bye. Bye. Uh, I think we've got time for one more. Okie doke. Let's go. Eric code 323. You're on the air. Erico 323. Okay, we'll go to Erico 828. Erico 828, you're on the air. Hello. Well, I dropped the phone. <laughs> That's okay. Oh. Hi, Allison. It's Hi, Tina. Hi, Tina. How are you? I'm fine, and you? Good, good. What are you doing up this late? Oh, just sitting in my chair. <laughs> yeah. Are you writing that book? I finished it. Ah, very, very good. Excellent, excellent. So what's cooking? I haven't heard from you in a while. Um, well, I don't know why I'm, you know, I haven't published it yet. Okay. And um, I just don't know which way to go, you know? Okay. So, um... What is Michael, your... I have to tell you, she is wonderful. Who is? is? Oh, <laughs> hey, Tina. Oh, I know, dear. That's why I've got her on here. Oh, I've talked to her for years, and I just love her to death. I've got some news for you, Tina. What? I think I'm coming to your area, the 828 no. area. Mm-hmm. You better call yeah. me. Yes, I will. I do think I'm going to be in that area quite soon. That's my psychic prediction. Now, about your book, what's happening is I'm getting self-published. Have you have you looked into that? Um, I have with iUniversal, but I was also looking at one book for the UK. Okay. Okay, great. Well, let's pull some stones because I'm I'm getting some good vibes on that, okay? okay. Three three numbers between 1 and 41. Uh, 5 Twelve, eighteen. Twelve, sixteen. Okay, very good. All right, a number between one and one and four. Uh, two. Two, a number between one and six. Uh, four. Oh, one, two, three, four. Okay, yes, we're we're good. I I like that idea with the uh the UK. We're getting some good vibes. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, start there, okay, and then slightly change it and bring it to the, the, the United States. Does that make sense? They're also pointing to Canada. Okay. 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 So uh-huh. you want to you, um, kind of take the plunge, put it out there um, in the U.K., and then just do a version for, for the U.S. Um, it's a, they're showing me a different cover, 
Um, now, let me ask you, is your, is your late husband in this book, is he coming through? Because he's coming through in this reading. Um, at the end he is, but I was going to dedicate it to him. Okay, yes, okay, because, you know, he kept coming through. He's at the end of this reading, and it's, it's, the, it's the road night stone, which I know you know well. Um, indeed, please, please do that. He said he'll help you. Um, and it, it, for some reason, he, you know, he, he was coming through. And, you know, take the plunge, get this out in the U.K. now, and then bring it into the States in, tw in early 2012. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I thought they brought it into the States. They don't? Well, get it out there first, because what they're doing is the energy is coming back into the United States, but it's turning a little bit, which means it's going to be a, a bit of a tweaked version. Does that, do you know, it, it's going to metamorphosize into something um, different here, but it's going to be a positive change. Does that make sense? Yes, and it will be successful. Yeah, it actually will be. Um, and I do, I do see you writing a, a small manual um, as well. Do you have that in the works? Um, I wrote uh, poetry. Ah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, can you know? Would it be possible to kind of publish them together or one after the other? Well, that's what I want to see. Okay, that's because I do I see them. See I, I do. do see them coming through together. And believe it or not, the the, the last, the small manual, the poetry is going to do very well with the elderly. Okay. Do, do you have something in there about transitioning or going over to the other side? Some angels in there? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, because that's what I'm getting. And um, it's going to do very well with, with the elderly um, because it's going to really um, help comfort them and, and answer some questions for them. So that's very important. So, Where you know, do I go after this? Um, what like, do you mean now? I'm like lost in the dark now. Oh, Tina, you're not lost in the dark. You're just at the beginning of your, your, your journey here. Um, get those books published, okay? Start in the U.K., uh -huh. bring them through to the States. There's something about Canada coming in, so I don't know if you're going to have – I see people I, – I, there's something from Canada coming in, so I wouldn't be surprised if they, you were asked to distribute there as well. Um, after that, I do see you kind of going around and talking and, and kind of uh, doing a book release and explaining what the book means. So I do see uh, um, 2012, we're looking at March, April, you're kind of going around to kind of book signings and, and promoting. That's what they're showing me here. And then in the beginnings of, of 2013, you're going to set down to write another book. But it's going to be a uh, bigger book. Another spiritual? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But it'll be another book, but you're not – it's going to be based on – information that you have not yet lived through yet. Does that make sense? Oh, not bad, is it? No, it's good, <laughs> it's good. It's about your life experience because going through this is going to help you kind of transform and understand a lot of the unanswered questions out there. And I wouldn't even be surprised if the title has something to do with questions or answers or something like that. But you haven't, you know, you, you haven't come across the experiences yet to stimulate that book. And so... What, what, what the guys are showing you here is to really kind of focus on getting this book that you wrote and the manual of poems out together, okay? Okay. And then get, work on the rest of the year getting these things published, okay? And then in uh -huh. 2012, in 2012 you, you really are going to go get out there and start promoting the book and, and connecting with people. I see you handshaking. I see you speaking, things like that. You're going to start locally, and then I see you end up going – you know, around I see somehow going to Texas. We're, we're taking a look at um, uh, California. You know, Massachusetts. Kind of uh, going. You're going to be invited to places to kind of speak about the book, and it's going to be really good. 
Um, and it's then about my life. It's going to be it, this book is about my life. Okay. Well, you haven't been able to put all of it down in one book, so I'm sure with 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 your experiences, um, you'll have a whole other book to write. What do you think? Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Indeed. Yes, I've already got one in my mind. Yeah. Well, you know, why don't you focus on getting this stuff published and out there? And then I do believe that you will sit down and, and write another book after that. But it'll be bigger than the book that you wrote now. So, okay. You know, I want you to work with the uh, – I was just talking to a girl earlier about the fluorite stone. It's about focus, and this is really going to kind of help focus your energies because you have all of this wonderful energy. And what I'd like to do is, is have you kind of focus it on one thing and, and kind of make, move that to success and then let it go and then move to the next. So, um, you know, again, the two books need to kind of go out simultaneously, almost together. And then uh-huh. I'll make room for you to, to write the next book. So I hope that helps. Uh, and what about my psychic visions? Do well, you have any idea on them? Your psychic visions, well, a lot of them is going to help you channel the next book. You see what I'm saying? Well, what's going on there is that a lot of the energy is kind of stuck. And if you channel that energy from pen to paper and start writing it down, it will all make sense. So it's probably uh, a very good. Do you, see the, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw the Virgin Mother. Last week, she came to me. What does that mean, Virgin Mary? I'm not Catholic. Oh, well, that's okay. It's, it's all about nurturing. Um, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times, you know, what, what they're showing me right now is Isis, the goddess Isis, who was um, a leader, a nurturer, a mother. And it's all about psychic wisdom and female female wisdom, the divine feminine. Um, the Virgin Mary is, is um, a very, very good example of the divine feminine and what's coming the connecting here is is to the goddess isis so a really good thing would be pick up a book and start reading about isis and you'll see a lot of similarities um she was um you know the mother of all mothers she was the the goddess of of spiritual um wisdom of speaking the truth and of of intuition and uh, yeah and you know she very well may, may be one of your guides but you know what what's coming through is Isis and, and um you know, once you kind of read in depth all about the many archetypal uh, energies that she has, it will come together and make sense. But it is it's also about the divine feminine and awakening that within you. And my visions will return. Yeah. You know, keep what's important here is, is the impetus and the energy behind your writing. You see? And again, taking some good courses from a good instructor will help mm-hmm. you understand you. because you have, you know, you have you. all of, pardon me, honey? I said I'm going to take them from you. Yeah, well, you can. I'd love to. Yeah, I told you that. I just but, haven't got around to it. That's all right. Well, actually, I'm, I'm starting to do all my online courses, so you can always sign up. But, you know, you, you have all of the um, ingredients. You just have to realize what to do with them. And so you're, you're way ahead of most people in the fact that you, you they're already developed, and now you just have to utilize them in a way that, that is, is unique to yourself. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think, yes. you know, I think the show is coming to the end, so I'm going to send you a big hug, a big kiss, and I will see you downtown, uh, down south, so to speak. Um, I should be coming to Asheville sometime next year for a visit. So, uh, oh, good. I, I can't wait, and I love we, you. And I love you back, and tell your family I said hello, and thank you so much for calling in tonight. I will, hon. Right. Bye. Thank Many you, Michael. Yeah, well, bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Yeah, I know we're almost out of time, so can I get a quick read? Oh, gosh, yeah, sure. Okay, let me reshuffle these okay. stones real fast. What's your question? Okay. Um, just work. Ah, okay. Very good, very good. Okay, three numbers between 1 and 41. 41, 3, and 21. Ooh, I just got the goosebumps. 3. Did you say 21? Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, a number between 1 and 4? Four. 4. Ah, a number between 1 and 6? Six. 6. Aha, uh -huh, as I suspected. Okay, first stone is a clear chord. It's all about following the soul's purpose and getting clarity on what that is. They're showing me that, that you're kind of getting glimpses of it's almost a, a right between your under your nose that you haven't been able to grasp it yet, correct? Yes. Okay. The second stone is um, a honey calcite. It, it, it's a scepter. It's all about empowerment. Um, it has to do with the solar plexus. Now, the center stone is the overall tone of the reading, Michael. Um, it's, a, it's an amethyst scepter, one of the most powerful spiritual stones in my, in, in, in my, my um, collection. It's a scepter, which is about spiritual empowerment, and, and it's, it's amethyst. And, and honestly, two of the, 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 it, it's a purple stone and a gold stone, and those are the, the signs of royalty. Okay? The, the next one is fluorite, and that always comes in with some type of confusion because they're showing me that you have many w ways to go, correct? Yes. Okay. And the last yeah, lots one is of different ways to go. Yes, exactly. And the last stone is pyrite. It's all about taking action. Again, that's the warrior stone, and it's about um, coming, becoming successful. Okay. Now, about work, um, do you live in Florida or no? Yes. Oh, okay, because I do see you traveling. I do see some television coming up. Have that, has that kind of occurred yet? Uh, no, but I've, uh, I'd be interested in it. Okay, yeah, because I do see some opportunities. It could be an interview. It could be a local news thing. But it's really going to get you out there. Do you have YouTube um, videos? I've thought about making some. Okay, yes. because they're showing me YouTube, and that's a good way to start and get the message out. They're showing that you have a message that a lot of people don't put out there. Does that make sense? Um, I, I don't know what that is, but what it, whatever your message is needs to be heard. 2013 is going to be a really big year for you. Um, they're showing that there's some personal issues that are kind of keeping you close to home right now. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. Okay. I'm sorry, what? I said definitely. Okay. Um, and you're going to find clarity of that, um, and, and whatever the issue is, the person on the other side is going to become more self-sufficient so you don't have to be concerned or, or worried. Does that make sense? Um, is, it, is it a parent? Um, they're showing me almost an elderly energy. Uh, no. Okay, but the person, is this person, does this person have elderly energy? Oh, well, yeah, they're about five years older than me and, and really sick, so. Okay, okay. Um, well, somehow there, there's going to be more stability there for you to be able to kind of spread your wings. They're showing that you've wanted to spread your wings for some quite some time. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. Okay. So um, do you have a specific question? Because what I do is I, I see that you have many roads to choose. There's three that are kind of coming up in front of you for you to pursue. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, you... I just wanted pretty much in general. Okay, okay. Um, also, I see you, um, are you working on a book? Uh, a couple of books, yes. Okay, okay. Because there's one book that's kind of coming forward. Um, is it a male-oriented book about male energies, God energies, that kind of thing? Um, not really. 
Okay, okay. Well, there's a message there about um, um, kind of male energies, okay? It could be spiritual energy. Well, it is spiritual energies. They're, they're spiritual books, correct? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> now, what's interesting here is that right now the, the energies out there are more about the divine feminine, okay? More about the divine feminine, putting all of the energies out there. And, and one of your intrinsic, um, you know, soul's purpose properties is to kind of bring in the balance of the male energies. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like you know a lot of women are going through the shift. They're moving forward. They're developing. And really, what what's going out? You you need to kind of bring the the male energies in there to kind of balance it. So I don't know whether it's teaching classes and psychic abilities or writing about males. The the male kind of energetic shift that that's occurring through 2012 and beyond. And that's super important. And somehow you have a message and you have a, a voice to get out there. Um, I do see television interviews start with the YouTube, shop them around. Um, I don't know how many websites that they have, but they, they, that they're, they're showing there's some confusion because there's many ways to get to you and there's, the, the energy is splayed. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I've got like okay. about six different websites. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense. Um, what you want to do is think of a big umbrella that can lead to all of the other ones because people are having a hard time kind of um, the, the energies are going in so many different directions that they don't know where to look first. So you may want to have one big umbrella with a lot of offshoots, okay? There are, now, I have to ask you are, you, are you considering not doing radio anymore? Because the guys are saying, please continue. I had contemplated it. Okay. Okay. Um, because the guys are saying, you know, they just brought through radio, and, and the message was, please continue. Um, I don't know whether okay. you want to tweak it a little bit, but it's important not to stop that. Um, get the YouTube videos out there. Are you teaching something? Are you teaching tarot cards? What are you teaching? Uh, I'm not teaching anything right now. Okay. Well, think about that because they, they, they're, they're shows there's an instructional video. I don't know whether it's a chakra clearing, psychic development, tarot cards. I don't, I don't know what it is that you do, but it, it says that there's a strong need for instructional videos. Okay? Um, that Now, product i know that you have um the stone thing but do you, do you have other products because they do show that a lot of the teaching stuff can lead to pro product sales does that make sense yes okay okay so that that's a really way a good way to go and they're just saying kind of hone things in they're showing me a sieve with like holes in it going in a million different ways and that um, what you want to do is plug up some of those holes, and there's kind of be, going to be like three main venues that you do. Um, and so a lot of stuff, you, you have a lot of energy, but a lot of the energy is going into a, many little things. Does that make sense? You're thinking of taking one of my websites, uh, using that as the main focus, and then having the others where that's how that everybody can get a hold of me at. You know, have them all linking out to the other ones. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and so is that what you're thinking of doing? That's, yeah, that's what I, I had been thinking of doing. Okay, yeah, because that's what just came through a few minutes ago. It's, it's kind of having one main umbrella and then many little, little offshoots. Um, they're saying to incorporate or to trademark or they're, they're showing me some kind of like um, um, official stamp. Are you trademarked? Are you incorporated? What? Um, they're saying uh, Actually, no. I did. Okay. I did incorporate. Um, I did uh, form an incorporation because I'm trying to get a metaphysical church going. Okay. So I am incorporated as a nonprofit. And it's funny that you bring up trademark because um, I do have a rough trademark, uh, which is on for one of my websites. Uh, okay. Because I, when I started out, I was called, oh, somebody called me one time like you called the rock girl. 
Yeah. I actually had somebody tell me one of my regulars says, oh, you're my gay psychic. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. So I, I somewhat have that like a little trademark because everywhere I go with it, um, you know, I have the TM next to it. Okay. Well, do you see there's a message in that? So get that, get that out there, get that trademark because they're showing me an official stamp. Okay, and there's a message. So therein lies, you know, your important message, obviously, um, is what behind, you know, what is behind the gay psychic? Do you see what I'm saying? What's behind the rock girl is rocks and learning how to use them and, and, and utilizing them. And, and so, you know, there is, remember at the beginning of the reading I said something about a message? Um, therein yes. lies your message, okay? Now, I, I don't know whether it's connecting um, to gay men, gay women, everyone who's gay, but there, there is a message, and it's, it's bringing that balance in that because they did show that you did something unique um and again what's coming through strong is teaching okay because it's important to get your your message out and it's also going to help brand image you and and kind of seal in your uniqueness and i i don't know if you thought about teaching or not but it's it's definitely an important thing it can start out with instructional youtube videos and i do think that's where you're going to interviews are going to come from okay um and also they keep showing me books several books kind of rotating around and then one coming forward, okay? Um, so I don't know if that's almost finished or not, um, but it's important that you kind of get that out there. Are any of them instructional uh, books? Not necessarily instructional, no. Okay. Well, there, there, what, what are, what in, in which book it, does it tell you how to do something? I mean, it doesn't mean, you know, like read tarot cards, but there is a, I don't know, how to... Um, find something within, how to uncover, how to discover. Oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, the one book that I self-published a couple of years ago. Okay, okay, because they're, they're, they keep showing me certain phrases in it, and what you might want to do is, is kind of get that out there. Um, what, what is it about? Uh, humanity's Great Spiritual Awakening. Oh, okay. Well, they're saying to kind of repackage that with some type of, of instructional videos. I don't know if there's excerpts in that. Um, but it's something to kind of be partnered and put out there again. What they're showing was um, it wasn't the timing was kind of off. Does that make sense? Yeah. That people were almost not ready ready to hear what you had to say because they weren't at a part, place where they could understand it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. Now, do you have a lot of, like, male clients or more male clients than the average psychic? Uh, Probably. Okay, because they're showing me, they keep bringing through um, the pyrite energy, the sun energy, the god energy. And it's so important um, for some, you, you have, one of your purposes is to connect to the male population um, to kind of bring them in and teach them and almost prepare them for the shift. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So what you might want to do is, is kind of, I don't know whether you have classes or radio shows that kind of really kind of focus on, you know, bringing out the, the the divine male energies. You know, I myself work with female energies, the divine feminine, but I do see this kind of rising interest from the, the male side. And, and for some reason, in one of your past lives, um, gosh, you've had many in Egypt. Do you, do you um, connect with the Egyptian energies? Yeah. Okay. Because they're showing me that Definitely. you've had several incarnations in the Egyptian um age and there's a lot of information that needs to kind of be brought forth um a couple stones for you to work with um would be um pyrite again lapis lazuli and garnet okay i wouldn't be surprised do you have healing abilities at all because they're showing me i've been told that i do yes okay so here's the important the importance in that message 
Um, they're, they're showing me that you've had many incarnations in the Egyptian, um, the ancient Egyptian, whatever. You work with sacred geometry. I wouldn't be surprised if you helped build the pyramids, okay? Does that, does that connect with you almost like as an architect or an engineer of building something? Okay, yeah, it makes, uh, yeah. Well, it's interesting. I can, I can picture that. Okay, because they're showing me that you came back as a man, as a woman. Uh, once upon a time, you were some type of Egyptian priestess. Do you, do you, do you, um, it, it's interesting that work with stones, um, in, in cre- grinding up stones for makeup and, and writing. It's almost like alchemy. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. So, so it's important to kind of reconnect with that. And they're showing me your fingers, but they're not showing me your hands. They're showing me the tips of your fingers and that you kind of have some type of healing energy. Are your hands kind of long and skinny? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. They're not kind of shorter and fat with a big palm. They're long and skinny, no. right? Okay, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, because they're showing me the ends of your fingers and how you can kind of send energy um, long distance. So it's something that you should look into developing because it's, it's going to help with the kind of a planetary healing um, and connection to the cosmos. Are you connected to a, what's going on out there, planetary? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, because I'm more Earth girl and, and, and the, I, I'm not really great with the planets. But they're send, saying that they're, they're showing me that you used to kind of do send some type of energy out into the to kind of connect to the energies up there that kind of bounced back. So um, looking into to working with long-distance healing energy is probably going to help you remember a lot of other past lifetimes um, because you have a lot of healing abilities. I, I'm going to send you a bit of Reiki, okay, right now. Do you, do you feel some heat on the ends of your fingers, um, the knuckle to where the knuckle, the last knuckle starts with your, that where your fingers are? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, really uh, warm. The, Yeah, the pointer finger, the middle finger, the ring finger, and the pinky especially, okay? Now, with doing that, you can work on sending long-distance energy, and you can actually move your thumbs, and and it's almost like a gas pedal. Does that make sense to you? Okay, yeah. Okay. So it's something to work. It's an old energy that you used to work with. I honest, to be honest with you, I don't see a lot of that out there, um, but it has to do with kind of Merlin energy and alchemy. So I don't know if that rings a bell or, or some type of connection, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard this before, but you're a very old soul who've had many, many, many lifetimes, um, especially at the very beginning. Does that make sense to you? Uh, the old soul parts uh, do, but the at the very beginning doesn't. Yeah, well, the very kind of beginning. Kind lost on that one. Uh, oh, what did you say? That, that kind of lost me there on, on the very beginning okay. part. Okay, well, the lifetimes, um, you know, we're talking Atlantis, Egyptian, Sumerian, that kind of thing. Um, at the, what, what's interesting is in studying the ancient civilizations, the, the ones at the very beginning were the more advanced, and they kind of, just, kind of, uh, kind of, I mean, almost, um, you know, look at Egypt. It used to be this amazing civilization, and today it's, it's a little bit less evolved, to be politically correct. Does that make sense to you? Not really, but it will, I'm sure. Okay, okay. Well, you think about the Egyptians. Um, they were a very early culture. They built pyramids. The hieroglyphics was a very advanced form of communication, of writings. You see what I'm saying? Um, and there was like an elegance and, and a kind of a um, kind of a, a kind of royalty to it. And, and over the years, if you look at, at civilizations, they kind of um, spiraled down. A lot of war, a lot of killing. The Aztecs ate each other. You see what I'm saying? And so they devolved. And what's happening with this shift is we're hitting the Lemurian period again, um, and, and we're going to begin to evolve, um, spiritually speaking. 
And, and if you look at the Atlantean civilization, it was very technologically advanced for a very early civilization. And we kind of lost that because, I mean, you think about it, a lot of this technology has just kind of popped up in the last 50 years. But if you study the Atlantean civilization, they had lasers, they had clocks, they had all sorts of things. And so there's almost a time gap in, in, in evolution there for a while. And what I'm saying is at the beginning is that many of your lifetimes occurred at the very evolved, um, on the very spiritually evolved plane at the beginning of time. That, that's what I mean. Um, and, okay. And that, that's, that's what I mean. And this, so that this shift of, of consciousness is going to be very integral for you, and it's going to be waking a lot, up a lot of, of past life memories. You know, I tell people, um, you know, I studied over in the U.K., and, and I learned that, you know, obviously as humans evolve, um, our brains keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but we continuously only use between 4 and 7% of that. What happens to the rest of it? Well, it's basically a cranial computer, and we store memories from our other lifetimes. But based on this frequency that we live on, this electromagnetic frequency, it doesn't access a lot of those other lifetimes. But, you know, as, as the Earth is waking up again, because of this shift, we're, we're tapping into another frequency that allows us to utilize more of that information. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes a lot of sense for me. Yeah, and so as you, um, you know, as, as you continue to experience this shift, and go through 2012, but really this big awakening, is, is this electromagnetic frequency, um, is really going to stimulate, you're going to connect to this frequency in 2013. Um, and that's when the doors are going to start flying open for you. And what the guides are saying, you know, right now, prepare, 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 prepare. Um, and again, you know, start, there's something out there, there's a message that you have, especially with the male energy, Okay. Um, it, it, you're, you're, you have this gift about being able to kind of bring up this male energy out of this almost Neanderthal kind of uh, muck. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? No. Okay. Well, it, it will happen. Um, and, and, and the answer is, okay. is in, in one of your books. I think if you go back and you glean through it, there, there's a couple paragraphs there that's almost like the, the, they're showing me an onk, like a key, um, to a whole new philosophy. And, and that's important. And, you know, they're saying get the YouTubes together, and there's a message through the method of teaching, you see, um, that people are going to get your message. Um, I don't know. Um, and it could very well be through this church. What is this that you do with this church? Uh, it's, it's Right now it's online mostly. Um, okay. And the radio is part of it. It's called Be the Light Metaphysical. Okay. But, I mean, is there teaching in that? What is that? Uh, yeah, there's going to be some teaching in it, and but when you were talking about um, uh, the teaching and everything, it makes sense because of um, and the message is uh, humanity's great spiritual awakening. The book I wrote had a message about the shift that we're going through. Oh, okay. Well, that's why it probably wasn't ready then. And people are they're, they're showing me a lot of ears right now. They're ready to listen. And if you involve them through the modality of teaching, then they actually can. Um, Understand it and, and bring it in more. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, and they can, you know, a lot of times with teaching, people can make the commitment to sign up and show up, whereas if they kind of just breeze through one thing and, and another, the, the commitment isn't there. And if you make it more of an integral part and a learning experience, they can bring it in and, and um, better utilize it. Does that make sense? Yep. And so, you know, as, as far as your work goes, um, they keep showing wings where you want to kind of spread your wings. And, and the first thing to do is kind of umbrellatize whatever it is. So if people want to find Michael or Gay Psychic, they land right on there, and then it can branch off. Because right now there's too many roads 
to too many roads in, and people get confused. And that's that's what they're showing me is too many inroads. You know, you want one road so people can hit that and see all of the other things you do. Um, you know, start putting um, your face to video, spread the message, offer some type of teaching and learning. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if once the word gets out there, you're kind of asked to, to do interviews. Um, it's not showing this year, but possibly next year. Um, so don't be surprised if you get a call, hey, we want to do an interview with you. You see what I'm saying? Cool. People will start finding yeah. you. Cool. And I, I find interesting you said about video, too, because uh, on the news site, once we do the switchover, uh, I'm going to actually have it where people can watch me on video in the back because I'm you know, having people on the, on the radio show. Oh, and then when we have guests on too, they can go ahead and connect on video as well. Okay, yeah, because they're showing me that's very important. I, I don't know why. I can't tell you why, um, but that's but that's very important. Um, you know, and again, you know, uh, package everything almost into a learning situation or teaching kind of a situation, um, and and people are going to be able to understand better for some reason. I don't know why. Um, they're showing intro-level classes to, to diversify on those. I, I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Okay. Um, you know, and, and that way it can be far-reaching. But what, whatever you do, they said, you know, please continue when it comes to radio because they did show that you were you were almost a, a kind of a, a giving up kind of thing. Not like giving up bad, but putting it to rest. But they said, please continue. Okay. So I hope Definitely that helps. will do then. Yeah, so I hope yeah. that helps. Oh well, thank you so much, and I and, and you know I was trying to just get you know a little quick reading, but it didn't. I guess they had a lot of message to get out for me. Oh yeah, well you know how it is. Once you start, you open the lid. You never know what comes out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But well, it's all good. It's been you know, such a pleasure having you on here tonight. Oh, I like, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was my pleasure. And really so they fun. get a hold of you at, at therockgirl.com. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the best okay. way to read it. Okay. And what other nights is your blog talk radio show on? Um, uh, let's see. It's on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's the Sacred Stone show. And then I have okay. CBS Radio, 8 p.m. Eastern, and then I have the Voice of Empowerment at 10 p.m. Eastern, both on CBS. So it's Rock Talk with Rock Roll at 8 p.m. and the Voice of Empowerment at 10. Cool. Well, thank you so much, and I'll definitely have to have you see about getting you back on the show again. I really appreciate oh. it. Why, thank you. It, it was a blast. It was really one. wonderful, and, and the callers were really great. Um, I can always tell a really good show by the callers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh, well, thank were, you, and, and they definitely loved you, that's for sure. Oh, thanks. Yeah, they, they were really gracious and opening, you know, really open to change. I mean, sometimes I get on these shows, and they don't want to hear what you have to say. And obviously I have a bit of a problem trying to give them a not-so-positive answer. <laughs> But I always try and look at it. Yeah, that's the hard even, part. Yeah, I know. Like, sorry, it's not going to work with this one. Um, and a lot of people just hang up then. So, you know, but, the, we, you know, the, the universe always has a reason for doing what it does. And I guess it's our job oh, yes. to try we and help have people to go, understand that. Yep, we mm -hmm. just have to go along with the uh, with the journey and enjoy. Yeah, and understand <laughs> the, the not-so-happy yes. part. So, very good. Well, have well, a again, wonderful night. Well, again, it was night. such a pleasure. Oh, you well, too, dear. You. We'll talk to you soon. You got it. Take care, Michael. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you, everybody. And, and it was really just going to be, well, not just a quick one, but evidently they're telling me, no, i got to keep doing the radio and i got to do the video. And, and it's funny, I've been thinking about doing all that stuff, too, and because I have a YouTube channel set up already. So I guess I have to get busy 
But anyways, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in for a long and wonderful evening of two phenomenal guests. Don't forget, uh, you know, visit uh, mediumsharonpugh.com and the, uh, for Sharon. And for Allison, visit her at therockgirl.com. And don't forget, tune in. Let me see, today's Monday. Uh, tune in tomorrow night. I don't have any idea who my guest is. I'm drawing a blank right now. It's been a long evening. But anyways, know that you are loved because God loves you no matter what God you believes in, believe in. And so do I. So until tomorrow night, everyone. Mm-hmm.